Down, Haley. She's not with us today. The not- video, the video that was all cut up was yeah. true. Haley yeah. didn't make it. Haley didn't make it. <laughs> not with us sounds. I know it does. You're right. Forever. Well, she's. What, do you, she's what would here. you rather? No longer with us. That's better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now Haley's taking a day off today. Her allergies really got the best of her last night. So we're like, get out of here. So we said, get out of here with your sniveling nose, and disgusting, your snot, and yeah. all that stuff. So she- I bring in my snot. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I bring in my snot and I spray it everywhere. Oh, yeah. Just a nice mist. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. No Haley today. We're down Haley. Yeah. She is up working, though. I think she's answering texts and doing stuff. What? But, oh, that's yeah. Nice, yeah. Well, that's very nice. Thoughtful. Yeah, I know. It's really well, then nice. Then she's not taking a day. Well, yeah. No, she's not. She's just not here. Hello, Haley. She's working in her PJs, doing what she's got to do. Oh, so. wouldn't that feel so good right now? Yeah, it would. Would it be inappropriate if we wore pajamas to work? Although, I look super cute today, so I'm kind well, yeah, of excited look, about what I'm wearing. Well, yeah, yeah, you look fantastic. I do, I know. But Thanks. you wouldn't want to be just wearing PJs? Like, what no. do you want to wear? Like, some flannel, flannel bottoms? Yeah, I think so. Wouldn't that be nice? What are you wearing right now? Shorts. Are they uncomfortable? Not really, no. but flannels would be nice. And you're wearing a sweatshirt, like you... Yeah, you could wear that to bed. Yeah, you could... You, you're kind of it in PJs. It looks like a pajama top. Yeah. <laughs> This is my nicest top I own. Oh, this is the old nicest top yeah, I own. This is my old classic sweater. Oh, yeah, it sure is. I mm. think if we had to, like, you know, three-piece it in here, if we were in, like, suits and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Did you know that there was a radio station that we worked, um, not that we worked for, but that was in the same city of us in uh, in Saskatchewan? Yeah. And they required that all of their on-air people come in in a suit. Yeah, not not the women. The women had to come in... Like business attire. Dressed basically as nuns, but the men yeah. had to come in in like your Full suit. suit. Suit jacket, tie. So when you were broadcasting, you were <clears throat> a broadcaster. Oh, it was yeah. terrible. Oh, it's, it was the worst. I, I think there's still... Uh, I think that company still makes their employees dress up in suits. Is that their dress policy there? I think so. I think that's just their dress code. And they can still get yeah. people to work for them? I remember at the beginning of my career, I applied to one of their, uh, one of their stations mm-hmm. back in Manitoba. And I just showed up in like, jeans and a sweater. Yep. I'm like, yeah, radio <laughs> DJ. Radio, yeah. radio yeah, DJ. Yeah. I'm and 19. I, and I'll never forget walking into the front doors of this place. And I'm mm. like, because <gasps> the internet didn't really highlight too many photos of uh, the insides of these buildings. And I walk in. I'm like, what the H? It's quiet. And I look through the glass uh, window there. And you can see a broadcaster doing their show. And they're in like full suit and tie. Oh. And I'm like, oh, no. And I see other people walking through the hallways, suit and tie. And then the program director comes over. Suit and tie. Tuxedo. 
Yes, just the full deal. And he's like, hello, nice to meet you. I'm like, oh my God, I'm not getting this I job. I made a huge mistake. <laughs> Did you get the job? No, no, God, no, no. And actually, I didn't want it. If I had to dress like that, forget that. I'm against uh, dress code yeah. for a bunch of obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I bet it didn't it look nice in there. I bet it looked nice. Well, it looked very dated. Yeah. And I don't think it wasn't like Mad Men style. Like, it didn't look good. Like, did the people who were in the suits look richy rich or sophisticated? No. Okay. No, because it's. A bunch of broke-ass people. Right, they're making radio money. Yeah, yeah making radio money, money. Sure. Rounding up whatever suit they have. That way they're not wearing the same suit every day. Right. And then it's like a massively ill-fitting suit. Yeah, the salary needs to match the wardrobe in that situation. Yeah. Oh, yeah, big time. Because a cheap suit doesn't look fancy. No. No. It highlights how poor you are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it does. Totally I, does. Would, I would imagine a lot of the suits were probably their high school grad suits. Oh, probably, yeah. Because that's kind of a launching station. You don't... Yeah. You know, you kind of launch your career there. Yeah. It's like grad suits, funeral suits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know. those suits yeah. your mom bought you? And l- let's be honest, for uh, Christmas? growing yeah. up, I think I had like half a suit that I could put together yeah. if I worked there. So I would have to spend my no money and go buy a couple suits. Yeah. Right? Because you can't be caught wearing the same thing twice in a week, right? How many, <laughs> if you're a suit man, how many like jackets and pants are in the closet? Like how many suits do you like have? Like if that's your gig? Yeah. Oh, I would imagine a dozen. Yeah, you a probably... dozen suits? I would think no. so. Oh, That's yeah. That's too many suits. How <laughs> <laughs> much closet that would take up? A dozen? I did have just a vision flash through my head of yeah. like the dream home closet. Yeah. And all the suits oh, lined yeah, yeah, up. Yeah. You know, when you go to one of those super fancy homes, mm-hmm. that there would, like, I could see the men's side of the closet having like 14 or 15 suits. Yeah. Does anyone have a closet full of suits right now? Is that your gig? Oh, I'll bet. And it, you just walk in. Like, that is a good-looking closet, right? It is, but in the morning, like, you're grabbing, like, a dress shirt and holding it up to, like, a, a dozen different suits to see what you're going to do that day. Yeah. And you're grabbing a tie to hold up with that shirt and that suit now. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'll bet you... Because uh, for men, hassle. isn't it fun to buy suits? Well, it's fun to wear a suit, not necessarily buy it, because it, it doesn't end at just buying it. Then you yeah. got to go get it tailored, and mm-hmm. then you got to stand there and then yeah. try it on. And maybe it doesn't fit properly. Get it retailered. I don't know. Do you guys as dudes? Because like for the most part, you guys kind of dress around around the around here, like it's highly fashionable. No, like it's like your second home. <laughs> like you come it's in pretty re- comfortable. Yeah, really comfortable. <laughs> comfortable. Oh, yeah. You know, it's not. You guys don't really put a lot of effort into what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever think to yourself, man? I wish I had a job where. You know, I would get up and get, get ready for work. Because well, you guys don't get ready for work. Well, I, I put a little effort in. Come on. I, I like, I like, <laughs> Clearly no one noticed. Okay. <laughs> I like being in a suit once I'm in a suit. Yeah. But I, I, I would not want to wear a suit every day. Yeah, I wouldn't you know want to I mean? do it every day. I like the feeling once I'm in one. Yeah. But I don't want to do that. But you don't want to do it every day? Every day. If, if I uh, like a, a suit once a week, that'd be fun. Right, you, one one day a week you get to really jazz it up. If we flip flop like Casual Friday into like Fancy, fancy Friday. Friday, yeah, a Fancy Friday. We, uh, we pull you that guys, off. no, you guys. We walk around do it. with cocktails. Well, good, yeah, and sure. champagne. I'll take a cocktail, right? But I, I just don't see you guys. Nah, you wouldn't do it. I also feel like a rube when I'm buying a suit. I have never not bought a suit and not got talked into shoes oh, yeah. and a belt. Oh, the whole deal. Oh, so you're buying it where you get everything all at one spot. Well, yeah. they all sell like the accessories. Mm-hmm. Oh, they mm. don't? <laughs> oh. <laughs> just suits? Yeah. Oh. Sometimes just, just jackets. Mm. Oh, my. 
Yeah, sometimes you got kind of money. Sometimes you got to run around and piece her together. That's where I ended up with that red jacket. Yeah, remember, remember that red Christmas yes. party jacket? That yeah. was the velvet red jacket. Like, where do I wear that now? I can't just keep wearing it to the Christmas party, can I? I don't think you need to. Because now everyone's like, oh, this, uh, if I wore it, let's say we had a Christmas party this year. We're not. No, no, but let's say we uh, we are, uh, and I wore it again. That would be third time now. Yeah, you can do that, but we haven't had a Christmas party for, what, two years now? No, no, but what I'm saying is just, can I wear it that many times yes. in a row? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a Christmas yeah. party jacket. Oh, okay. Yeah, you absolutely but can. I, wanna, I don't want to be known as that guy. Crash I might as well just jacket. have embroidered candy canes on. <laughs> if, if you'd quit talking about the jacket, people yeah. wouldn't remember. <laughs> Do you guys remember, remember this? that red velvet jacket I wore? Mm-hmm. <laughs> as he walks in and ring any bells. <laughs> <laughs> It's Christmas time. Uh, This text here says, hey, guys, I don't do anything with work that I need a suit for, yet I have 30 suits in my closet. Wow. And I work in the mud and dirt and grease. Oh, I'll bet you your closet looks amazing. Why do you have 30 suits? Because he's a man of style. That's fashion. Closet real estate. Yeah. My my Christmas party suit, uh, because we didn't have one last year, a Christmas party. Um, my Christmas party suit is still rolled up in the bag no, from two years not. ago. No, I took care of it. You got it dry cleaned? No, I'm going to, but it's a, it's not rolled up. It's hanging. Oh, it it's looks, now, oh yeah, I made it, it to the nice. hanger? Oh, okay. Yeah, I cleaned up after you, yes. Mm. Rolled up? Oh, he's like balled up and like tossed in? Yeah, well, yeah because yeah, last time we were at a Christmas party, we were flying out that night. Yeah. So you balled it up so and threw I, it in your I truck? I stripped down in my truck and threw it in the back seat in the bag yeah. and then put on my beachwear and headed out. And then it sat in my truck for almost a year. <laughs> T in the South Side says, I have thousands and thousands of dollars worth of dresses and dress suits and shoes and boots that I used to wear when I was in the corporate world. Now that I quit, though, I'm happy doing what I want, but I'm making no money. Oh. Well, you've got all those nice clothes, which we, is nice. You can unload them. Yeah, you could. You could. Yeah, right. absolutely. You could. Make some sweet, cold, hard cash yeah. by selling your suits. Keith on the South Side says, my last job, I had to wear a shirt and tie, jacket optional. I have five suits, 10 pairs of pants, 100 ties, wow. and 20 or so dress shirts. How many ties you got? He said, I love looking good, and it made me feel good. It does. Uh, when, you yeah. put a, when you put a good fitting suit on, it does make you feel like a million bucks. I bet. 100 ties, though, because once you become a tie guy, yeah. you've now uh, guaranteed every Christmas present for the rest of your life. Is oh, a tie. Yeah, big you're you're yeah. going to get more and ties. And Father's Day, if you're a dad, yep. you're always getting yep. a tie. A classic tie. Are you getting ties yet? No. Oh, I'm well, so mad. <laughs> Where are you going to wear? You know me at all. <laughs> what a waste of a gift. <laughs> where are you going to wear a tie? That oh, yeah. makes sense. I know. I think I only have like maybe two full suits. Mm. That, I think I still have that gray Calvin Klein one. Yeah, you do. That has a bit of a pattern but on you it. You have like because I've done a lot of your suit jacket buying. You have a lot of mix and matchems. Oh, because matchy matchy isn't. Can I wear a suit jacket to dinner? Yeah, if you wanted to. Oh. Don't some restaurants, you ever been in a restaurant that demands a jacket? No, I no, haven't. No, no, I haven't. And they'll have like a closet of jackets if you come unprepared. That'd be nice. Is that just in the movies? I think so. Or just not in Edmonton. I don't know if we're fancy I feel like enough. that's like a New York, LA thing. New York, thing. LA. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah, I don't even think Vancouver would have a restaurant where if you didn't go in with a sport coat, they'd give you one. Yeah. A lot of, you take your jacket off to eat though a lot of times, right? Yeah, you. Yeah, you Yeah, think. I guess you do. But I guess when you're walking around, they don't want to see oh. shirts. They want to see suit jackets. Maybe like really fancy golf clubs are like that. Oh, I can see a golf club doing that. Uh, not one in, in Edmonton, but maybe in some other cities. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Well, you served at fancy golf clubs. Was oh, that a, yeah, I did. Was that a suit jacket type place? No, no. no. Golf, fancy yeah, you have collars. 
lot of, lot of demand collars right? to be on the course. Yeah. yeah. But oh, yeah. You had to be jackets. in golf yeah, attire. Shirt, yeah. Yeah. You couldn't go on like. Like cut off jeans. No. No. We would <laughs> kick you out. We wouldn't even let you in the parking <laughs> These lot. These are my lucky jeans. <laughs> <laughs> no shirt working on your tan. Yeah. No. Right? No. You wouldn't even make it in the parking lot. We would oh, stop you at the man. gate. But yeah, you had to be in golf attire. But no, you didn't have to wear a suit jacket to eat there. That was at the uh, Edmonton Golf and Country Club. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I wasn't a member there, by the way. I worked there. Mm-hmm. I was a server, but raked in the cold hard cash, the big bucks. Sometimes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, also, rich people are notoriously cheap, so some yeah, days yeah. no. Mm-hmm. <gasps> What's this? Crash <laughs> for a fancy day. He needed to do something better with <laughs> oh, your hair. Oh, they're just saying that because of yesterday. Please oh. don't. Yeah, don't. We don't need to do that again. Do we need to talk about this? No. <laughs> no, we do not. <laughs> He's very vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> he is indeed. <laughs> It's in, no. great, it's in great shape. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're care. all good. This is called giving up. Yeah. <laughs> you're all, come on. Yeah, it's September 14th. It's time to give up. You're fine. <laughs> uh, do some news here. It's 614. Uh, 20 for the high this afternoon. Going to be mm-hmm. a nice day. Enjoy it. It's the last one um, above 20 for the next little while, but still pretty solid temperatures. Perfect. I don't have a wind either. Yesterday got a little breezy. Yeah, all day. were you windy out at your place? Not really. Man, we were gusty all day yesterday. Yeah, I had to hide in the front yard. Yeah. But uh, well, it'll mm. be a nice day today. Yeah. Um, tomorrow and the next couple days, temperatures sitting around 14, and those days going to be very windy. There you go. Mm-hmm. So there's a chance this is our last 20. It is. There's the, a chance. Of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. There totally is. What I do we do? S- I saw that yesterday, and I pulled out the old almanac. Well, Haley got it, right? And I thought, yeah, Haley took the day. <laughs> She's like, run the numbers. She opened the weather up. She's like, nah, I'm not coming <laughs> in. Haley, oh, my throat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's going to be the nicest day of fall. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's firing up that margarita machine. <laughs> she sure as hell is. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! But did you just bust out your farmer's almanac? Yeah, I did. No, I, when I saw that temperature yesterday, I, uh, I I looked at the farmer's almanac, and there actually, I hate to tell you guys this, but there is a chance that we might see frost in the next couple of days. Oh yeah, look at that! I'll let you know for your gardens and stuff. Yeah, shows Thursday night down to one. Yeah. Duh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I got so much left in the garden right now. I know. I'm trying to eat my way through all the uh, jalapenos. Yeah, I know. What's funny, though, is Calgary might have snow. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> we'll have to wait and see, though. All right, let's get to some news here for you guys on this Tuesday, September the 14th. Uh, keep in mind, the $1,000 conversation continues today, 2 o'clock this afternoon with Adam and Rach. So make sure you're joining their conversation for your chance to win. A unique piece of Edmonton Oilers history is up for auction this month. Former team owner Peter Pocklington's 1985 Oilers Stanley Cup championship ring is up for bid as part of the Leland's 2021 late summer classic auction. And you can bid on the ring until September the 21st. (laughs) (laughs) End of September. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Around there. September the 25th. The ring commemorated the Oilers' second Stanley Cup win in their franchise history. The, it weighs around 32 grams, so mm, it's kind of a, a heavy ring. ring. It's 14 carats yellow gold with a 2.13 carat total weight diamond surrounded by smaller stones. The central diamond in 2019 was assessed. Do you guys want to guess the amount of the central diamond? That's a pretty ball and ring. That's mm-hmm. that, just that main stone in the middle? The big one in the middle. What I'm, do you think it's worth? I'm going to guess just the stone itself. Uh, Just the stone itself. I'm going to guess 150,000. Okay. I mean, because everyone gets one of these rings. (laughs) 
it's a, but it's a big. This one's a big Those rock in there. Fat rings too. I don't. I don't think everyone gets the diamond, do they? Oh yeah. Oh, that's the ring everyone gets. Oh okay. Crash thinks the Oilers have eight billion dollars. <laughs> I mean, the Oilers might have. I probably want to lower my guess. You, I'll, let you, I'll let you re-guess if you okay, want. Okay, fifty thousand. Okay, fifty thousand. Pocklington owned the team, so he might have juiced his up a bit. That's he might have. That's why I, I threw it up there. It is big. Oh damn! Do I go back up? One hundred fifty thousand. Okay, so what are your guys' guesses? I'm 160. Ah. You're, you're going 160? Yeah. Ginge? I'm gonna, diamonds are so expensive. They are. I don't know what to think now. 100,000. I, I feel like Pocklington wouldn't have wanted to wear the exact ring as all the players would be you're wearing. Right, you're right. He wants to wear the most ballin' ring ever. So yeah, 160. Six figures on the nose. Mm -hmm. 100,000. Okay. Boy, I, you guys didn't listen to me earlier when I said rich people are cheap. The mi middle oh. diamond is worth $15,000. Oh, that's it? Yeah. He didn't juice it up. Oh. It's still, so, well, still that's right. it. Nice, yeah, it's not $160,000. <laughs> <laughs> starting bid for the ring was $5,000. And as of the publications, eight bids have been placed with the current price when I looked last night was at about $9,500. Oh. So if you want the ring, people oh. are willing to pay for it. That's a steal of a deal for $9,500. Check this out. In Back in 2008, this Oilers ring was sold at auction for the first time. Fetching just over $61,000. Damn. Of history. Pocklington placed a collection of 29 items for sale, including the 1985 ring and four others. So the bid right now is at about 9500 If in 2008 it sold for over $61,000, i am guessing it will go higher than that. Mm -hmm. So you will have to have a lot of money. It must be a questionable cut, right? Because that those rings are the fattest, gaudiest rings. Yeah. Oh yeah, these are yeah, these They're are big, big. And thick that, rings. That central diamond takes up a good fifty percent of yeah. the face of that of the face of the ring. So it it's got to be a good size. Shouldn't it be a lot more money? Yeah, it's two point one three carats. That's a lot, right? I think In I'm not a diamond. World? I don't know. I'm not like a up and up on my diamonds. I have no idea. It all comes down to the cut and the clarity. And the clarity is the big one. So. There you go. You guys can go and check it out, though. I mean, the person who places the winning bid will receive a certificate of authenticity, the appraisal report, and, of course, the ring itself. Well, online, uh, 2.13 carats mm -hmm. uh, diamonds go between 16 to 21,500. Oh, well, yeah, this one's 15. This one's 15, All so. Right. I wonder if it hurts the value being Pocklington's because he's not exactly beloved. In <laughs> I wonder. Yeah, he's he's had a wild ride, hey. But I think yeah. anything with Oilers written on it, people are like, yeah, I want uh, that. Yeah. I know, but if that was like Gretzky's or Moose's or Curry's, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Pocklington's got a shady history. He's a shady fella. Mm-hmm. Nah. Nonetheless, speaking of super rich people, it uh, looks like there's might be a new owner of the Denver Broncos this morning. Uh, last night, people were speculating that the new owner would either be Jay-Z or Jeff Bezos. And uh, the rumor mill this morning is swinging towards Jeff Bezos being the new owner of the Denver Broncos. Oh. Now, here's the thing, though, is uh, how much money do you think Jeff Bezos would be out if he bought the Broncos? A um, couple hundred million? Yeah. Oh, I'd go higher than that. It is higher than that. Like 600 million? Oh, I'd go higher than that. Really? You yeah. A hockey team for 600 million. Yeah. It's, uh, oh, it's, that's a good point. The team is currently valued at 4 billion. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Crash is way off on his numbers this morning.
Uh, here's the thing, though, is if Jeff Bezos did nothing, if Jeff Bezos did, in fact, buy the Denver Broncos, yeah. the team that is currently valued at four billion dollars, that's only two percent of Jeff's net worth. So that means the regular person, mm-hmm. it would be the equivalent to you spending about twenty five hundred dollars. Oh, oh, my God. Four billion dollars. Four billion dollars is equivalent to twenty five dollars yes, in my wallet. That's how easy it is for Bezos to buy the Broncos. And that's how much money this mother. Has. Oh, God. It's- Imagine waking up, having that feeling, being like, hmm, do I buy a team? Uh it's like you're buying a pizza. It's it, it's it's the equivalent to you guys buying a Peloton. Isn't that wild? Yeah, it's a couple thousand. It's a it's a it's a weekend getaway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Imagine being poor, not poor Jay Z, but Jay Z. He's bidding for the Broncos. Yeah, he he's is, like, yeah. Well, there's one other bidder. Oh, uh, it's Jeff Bezos. And it's Jeff. <laughs> you know, you know, you're not winning this bid. <laughs> oh Damn it! Isn't that wild? Bezos. Jeff Bezos, who is 57 years old, could also buy every single team, all 32 of them, in the NFL and still have enough money to duke it out with former Microsoft CEO Steve Ballmer over the 10th richest person alive. Jeez. This guy. He's got money. He's got a ton of it. Hmm. So, yeah, it looks like he might own the Denver Broncos. Wow. Buy a sports team, gang. Is that where the money's at? Four billion. <laughs> They're always going up. Oh, isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Anyhow, so we'll have to see for the official. But it was up between Jay Z and Jeff Bezos. Oh, uh, Bezos totally has. Oh, probably, <laughs> most likely. All right, this seems like something you would expect to see at a Viking-themed mini go- golf course, not an actual golf course. Could you imagine if you were co- if you were golfing in England, and all of a sudden you saw the tip of a coffin coming up through the green? Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, this happened. It happened a couple of years ago during a hot, dry summer, and the golfers called the course maintenance guys. They came out and looked at it, and they were like, well, we don't know what this is. Apparently, a coffin started to surface on the green, and archaeologists have now relieved that it's an old Bronze Age relic. Inside the coffin guy were the remains of a 4,000-year-old man oh, who wow. was buried oh. with an axe. Oh, cool. Experts say that the coffin was made from hollowing out an oak tree trunk, and they believe that the man must have been important because his body was cushioned with plants and raised over the grave with a gravel mound. So when they dug down deeper, they saw that at one point he was actually on a gravel mound. So it was like his coffin was put on a a hill, Yeah, and and everyone did whatever. And then they just left, and over time, that all filled in. Weird. The axe was well-preserved and probably a symbol of authority rather than a tool. The whole thing is undergoing preservation work, and when it's completed, it will be exhibited at a museum. Looking at the photo, though, would you ever think, if that popped up in a golf course, that that's a, an old-timey coffin? It's like an old root or something. Yeah, yeah it does would, look like an yeah, old root. I would think root. it's just a tree trunk or something. Hmm. There's a picture of his... Uh axe they buried him with as well yeah again that they say that was more of a status symbol than it was a tool where's the body oh you want to see the body there's no pictures of the body cowards won't show it no i don't know if they've shown it yet hang on a second oh yeah they just have a photo of the coffin and the axe yeah yeah you want them bones yeah i want to see them bones how preserved are the bones yeah they don't show them yet Mm -hmm. isn't that wild though what a story i feel like though the size of this uh axe should be a lot bigger now well, think about authority. though, 4,000 years ago, we were a lot smaller. This small? 
Yeah, I think we were small. <laughs> what was the average height? Human. Yeah, because he. Yeah, that's a very a small. It's it, dainty. It's a little bit bigger than a framing hammer. Okay, let's see here. It's a decorative axe. Mm-hmm. I guess could that be a status thing? Maybe. Maybe it was uh, covered in jewels at one point. Okay, so four thousand years ago would have been in what, like the sixteen hundreds? That's four hundred years ago. Oh, it is 400. You're right. Oh, I go way back. Yeah. <laughs> I go way oh, back. Oh, let me scroll, scroll, scroll. <laughs> crap, crap, crap. I'm on. Okay, so they think that the average height of people 4,000 years ago was just under five feet. Hmm. For a man. Just under five feet. Yeah. That was the average height for a man. Hmm. With a little... With little, a little axe. little axe like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's about oh, right. Yeah, maybe, yeah, that's maybe. about right, you guys. Yeah. But didn't they have to, back when they were burying people back then, weren't they like, you know, giving them weapons to defend themselves against the, the, the underworld? Yeah. You'd mm. think. Maybe they didn't care about and this And they fella. gave this guy a little axe. Like, here you go, buddy. <laughs> Good what, luck. What a tremendous amount of work to, to bury someone. Like, yeah. hollow out a log? Hollow out a log. Yeah. I know it's wild, hey? Mm. Just throw him in the ocean. Unless he had to hollow his own log out. Oh, oh. and then they, yeah. Oh. There's a twist. There is a twist. You'll never know, though. With his no. little baby axe. You'll never know. <laughs> All right, and one of the most bizarre things ever caught on video and shared on TikTok. This is crazy. Two thieves were caught on camera just blatantly walking out of a Lowe's in Oregon with carts full of stolen goods right in front of the store's employees. They didn't even lie about stealing. Oh. I Did you see this? This is a thing in the States. Where people just go into a store like a Target or whatever and just walk and steal. And then people be like, what are you doing? And they're like, whatever, F off. And then they keep That's on exactly walking. That's exactly what these guys did. People don't want to stop them. They, want to, they don't want to intervene with it. That's which, exactly right. Rightly so, because yeah. who knows what could happen. Especially down in the States. Yeah, yeah. Two shoplifters nonchalantly took thousands of dollars worth of electrical goods and wiring and made zero attempt at concealing their efforts. The theft even took place in broad daylight. This happened just right at the very end of August. It's being investigated by local police, but people caught it on video, and of course they put it all over social media. And it they was, didn't run out. No, they didn't run. They grabbed what they wanted yeah. and then just kept pushing their carts yeah. through the door. They were just strolling through the parking lot. Someone said it even looked like at one point they were riding the carts. Yeah. You know, when you push and then you get on the yeah, back. You stand there. on the back and ride across the parking lot. Yep. Yeah. I've seen a few uh, viral videos of people just walking out of the store being like, what? What are you going to do? In the video, a Lowe's security guard asks the thieves to show proof of purchase and is totally ignored. A second employee <laughs> approaches the criminals and then the guard stops them and says, hey, don't do this. It's not worth it. Yeah. And I think thieves know that, that no one's going to get involved. So they just... Steal product and walk out. Apparently, they, they think these guys have done it before. There was one guy sitting in the car waiting the for them to show up. Vehicle, yeah. So it's not like, you know when you unload everything, then you're like, uh, yeah. you put your purse in the back, then put you go the get in your back. car. Yeah, bring yeah. your car. No, these guys didn't do any of that. They mm. were they, they were ready to go. The no, they didn't put away their carts. <laughs> the worst. Yeah. Apparently, they say once you've stolen from Lowe's and you know they can't stop you, there's no real consequence. Mm. Someone said, uh, I saw something like that happen here at Walmart in Windermere. A what? few months ago, a lady had a cart full of stuff. She just walked out, told the security there's nothing he could do. Are you and kidding? And just kept going. Damn. What? The kahunas. I guess there's nothing stopping us, right? Yeah, because uh, the, 
the amount of time that it'll take for a a cop to get there if there's no cop nearby like i know that's very true you're you're gone oh i guess you can get a plate number that's pretty much it right yeah they grabbed the the plate of this of these guys someone was filming some stolen vehicle Oh, probably. I highly doubt that they're, you know, they're, they have their registration up to date. There's a lot of, like, bystanders hanging around. Would you, like, get involved in no. this? No. No, no, no. no. I, Lowe's has pockets, guys. Like, oh, yeah, deep, yeah. Deep pockets. I they're get, okay. Yeah, but still, though, when stuff like this goes missing, it, it it's not like Lowe's eats it. They just jack up the price of everything else yeah. they sell. Oh, I, they put it nah, as high as you'll pay anyway. That's fine. They just market as damaged goods. Get some stuff back from the uh, the supplier. I hope so. Yeah. Businesses price things as much as you'll pay for them, regardless whether they're making profit. They're not going to they're not going to give up some profit if they think you it's pay like, more. We got to jack everything up 2 bucks. Yeah. We had a bad year of uh stealing. Hmm. Here's what I want to know from you guys. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Uh, I want to know if you have seen maybe not to this caliber cuz these guys have their carts loaded. Yeah, this is like full deal. But have you seen somebody just nonchalantly walk out of a store? I grab something and go. Yeah, and maybe you were the maybe you were the security, maybe you were the person working and you're like, "Hey, you going to pay for that?" And they're like, "Nope." And mm-hmm. out they went. Where's the art of it? Where's like, you know, slipping something under your shirt, into your pocket? Right. Yeah, make an effort. Give me a dance. Yeah, put the meat yeah. in your pants. <laughs> Romance me. Yeah, yeah, I know. I agree. Remember a couple of years ago, it was always in the news of people packing their pants with meat? Yeah. Like in the meat counter because of the yeah. price of meat. Yeah, yeah. I do I bet you will see that. I bet you we yeah. will. All right, if you've got a story that you want to share with us this morning, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Did you just let him go? Because you're right, Crash. You just, you leave, right? Oh, yeah, You let yeah. him go. Yeah, you don't I'm, get involved. And I wouldn't even film them. Yeah. I, I would not take my chances and have them uh, catch me filming. Yeah. I, once again, I don't know what they, I don't know what they'll get up to. Jeez. I don't know if they're packing. All right, give us a shout if you've seen this thing go down. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right, we're talking about this video that's gone viral on TikTok. And this is down in Oregon. It's not Canadian, but it's pretty nuts. It shows thieves walking out of a Lowe's with carts full of stolen goods. Like, just packed. Yeah. And they walk right by in front of the store's employees. They look nonchalant as they cruise right past the security. Thousands of dollars worth of electrical goods and wiring and made zero attempt at concealing their effort. Like Ginger was saying, he wants the dance of like it in the jacket or it in the pants or it in the pockets. Yeah, where's the where's the romance anymore? With I shoplifters? know. There's none. God bless that uh, sweet lady at the front of Lowe's too. Who was it was really obvious that they were stealing the stuff oh, as yeah. they were careening through the store. And as they tried to leave, she's like, uh, "Do you have a receipt?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. I know. <laughs> like just pushing past everyone. I hope he doesn't turn around. I know. I, just, I need your receipt. I was thinking, does that happen at Costco or because you have to show your receipt? Oh, like, uh, and the way they've got it set up, it's just impossible. Well, in reality, if someone wants to push their way through, they can. Who's going to stop them? It is tricky to jam your way through there, though, because you'd have to like push through the checkout till. If you do the checkout till, though, closest to the door, yeah, I'm going to say it doesn't happen there. If you but do like self checkout, you can blow right through. Oh, I guess. Right? It's wide open there. Not that I'm giving pointers. Yeah, no, but I'm going <laughs> to say. more room. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah there is more room. Yeah. You can fit a flat deck cart through there. I'm just shocked at the texts that are coming in and how many people have seen this. A lot of grocery store people who are, uh, who are working grocery stores are saying. Yeah. Or you're just kind of like, nah, whatever. We, we were talking about Michael's. Yeah. That happened to the staff at Michael's. Wild. Listen to this one. I work at Bed Bath & Beyond. Mm-hmm. 
A guy lumbered right out in the doors with a cookware set, duvet cover, and a box of knives. Oh, that'd be expensive. He just walked right out, drove away with the stuff. Our manager caught his license plate. Mm hmm. Because that's pretty much all you can do, right? But do even like the police follow up on that? Uh, They're going to go to the guy's house that stole a duvet? Probably not. I don't know. Probably I've not. got no idea. Maybe if it's a slow day? Someone else said that a lot of these guys do get caught. They wanted to stay anonymous. Mm-hmm. Like if the, if the store has uh, camera footage, footage with their vehicle and yeah, license they'll plate. they'll just submit it. I guess that's all the business can do, right? Yeah. How, how about this one? I saw this happen at PetSmart. The woman looked at the cashier and said, nothing you can do, and walked Whoa. out. A <laughs> couple of puppies under her arm. What? Yeah, yes. <laughs> A couple of fish yeah. and puppies. <laughs> what? You can't stop me. <laughs> Try me. Crazy. Uh, 7804894669. You can text the story 56789 as well. Uh, we'll go with uh, Shannon. Hello. Good morning. How are you? Hey, doing pretty good. Uh, you witnessed someone hiding merchandise in their clothing? Yeah, I was uh, at the West Edmonton Mall on Tuesday, and I was in the Dollarama, yeah. and I'm just minding my own business, and I look over because this guy is staring at me, <laughs> and as I look over, he's pulling out his sweatpants, Yeah, and like, you're not going to do this, and he takes his, this bottle of pop, and he sticks one on each side of his sweatpants, <laughs> and then lets him... <laughs> he's looking me right in the oh. eye, and I'm like, dude, he's having his... just going to feel this and he just looks at me and off he goes yeah he had a silent conversation with you to be like i know you see me but you're not gonna That's say anything wild. and then he put two two liters in his pants oh gross yeah and, and i went up to the cashier i waited till he got out of the store yeah well yeah yeah you know it's not stealing if they don't and i went over i said that guy right there just stole two bottles of pop she's like what i'm like yeah he's in his pants. He's like, okay, thank you. Yeah, exactly. They're like, all right, well, Mark II damaged pops or yeah. stolen pops. Oh. No, they called security right away. Yeah. Oh, and they tracked him down. Yeah. They did, yeah. They got him before he went out the door, and I'm like, it's, it's two bottles of pop. Like, if you're thirsty and you need pop, I'd have bought it. Yeah, right? Oh. Exactly, yeah. If you are behind me in line, I would have got it for you. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, thanks, Shannon. <laughs> Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. That would be tough walking out of Dollarama with two big bottles of pop in your pants, no? Yeah, Two with... liters? Yeah. Yeah. Where are you putting? Are you, are you going side, like one in each leg? Probably in the front. That way you can kind of hang on to them, perhaps. Yeah, I'm going to say like here. Because you don't just slide them in and let them drop. No. What's the code when you see someone shoplifting like that? Like the code that, that you message? No, do you? <laughs> on the, are, the are you on the side of the shoplifter? Or are you on the side of the store? Oh, I just yell, he's shoplifting! There you go. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> if you hear any screaming, yeah. Mars is around a shoplifter. <laughs> you think you're crazy? Someone. I got your crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she will match your crazy. Um, Kelly, how you doing? I'm well, thank you, and yourself? Yeah, doing pretty good. Uh, you had a uh, altercation with a shoplifter? Well, yeah, I was trying to get into Safeway, and I had gone through the first door, and then, you know, the second set of doors? Yeah. This gentleman sandwiched me in, this, in the door frame. He had a basket full of, um, <clears throat> you know, those carry baskets? Yeah. Baskets full of groceries with a cake on top, and then what looked like a case, like, you know, those white cardboard boxes yeah. of something like chicken breasts or beef patties. Oh, okay, okay yeah, the big yeah. packs, yeah. Yeah. So and- I, went, I went into the store, and I told the guy in the grocery section, I said, I think that guy just, you know, took a whole bunch of groceries. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. And did, did they do anything, or he's like, okay, thanks, thanks for letting us know. Well, apparently they uh, they got him later on, but not right in the moment. No, no. Yeah. I, I wonder if the entire order was stolen. Probably. Eh? Probably. Because I, I would guess, say so. Yeah, you're not supposed to walk out of there yeah. with the baskets either. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. No, he went, and you know how they have it cordoned off with um, box cases of water and chips yeah. and things of that nature now. Yeah. Well, that was just starting to happen at that time. Oh. So this guy did not go through the checkout. Nothing was bagged. Oh, oh yeah. Geez. There you go. He just helped himself, yeah. and out he went. And you're like, oh, my God, excuse me, say yeah. excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't know what's going on there. Okay, Yikes. thanks, Kelly. Yeah, no worries. Have a great day, guys. You too. Mm. Bye-bye. Bye. Do you think grocery stores is probably the number one spot for people to steal some it stuff? It looks like it, judging just by the texts that are right. coming it's in. It's just so easy. Well, and we all watched Supermarket Sweep growing up. Oh, That's true. Wouldn't, that be wouldn't so you fun? love to run through a store with I've... your buggy? And guys' supermarket games or whatever it is. Oh, yeah, yes, yeah. Guys' grocery games. Grocery games, yeah. Oh, man, yeah. Put your arm on the shelf and just go... <laughs> Stealing's never been more fun. <laughs> this is crazy. It also depends on what you steal. This text here says, I was in a Home Depot. A dodgy guy came in. He picked up two 10-gallon pails of drywall mud Ooh, yep. and tried to run for the door, but he couldn't run. He was so slow. Well, yeah, that's uh, that's uh, very heavy. He said there were probably about 60 pounds a bucket. Mm-hmm. He slowly made it to the exit when a random football tackled him. Oh! Like, like full-on run out of, out of his waist, laid him out. <laughs> that's from Soup Can. <laughs> Yeah, there's some big drywall mud next time. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the slowest car chase. Yeah, it is. He's just like shuffling, shuffling. to the door. <laughs> the 120 pounds of mud. Yeah. Holy crap. Yikes. Uh, another one here. Uh, JC, hello. How you doing? Good morning. How hey. you doing, friend? Doing fantastic. Uh, did you witness someone just walk out of a store with product? Oh, yeah. I used to work at a large uh, box hardware store. Okay. That is, that is orange. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and here, here in Edmonton, and this couple came in and they returned two power tools, like, in the cases. So one was, like, a, ta- uh, a um, skill saw and one was jigsaw, something like that. Yeah. And so fine, no problem. They returned, no big deal. And then they about 10 minutes later walked out the entrance and one of them was holding another power tool and so i said oh excuse me can i can i see your receipt and he comes back and and the, the woman keeps going and he comes back and he's like oh oh yeah this is you know this is that thought i said no 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 you just returned it can i see your receipt so it gives me a seat i said this is a receipt you just returned Oh. Where's the receipt for this item? Yeah. And he's like, oh, and then all of a sudden, oh, ne pas en anglais. Like, the, uh, then all what? of a sudden. He's oh, so you're like, French? <laughs> you're like, what? No. <laughs> no, well, they, they, they did have an accent, but no problem before. But now all of a sudden. Now they, oh, now they don't oh, understand you. Yeah. And so he's like, I don't know. I don't know. And he left it on the counter and walked away. Oh. But she had something in her hand as well. So I was like, oh, I'm going to go get their plate. And my manager was like, nope. No, you do not do not leave the store. Just, do not. Yeah, that's. Oh, so that's they didn't you, let them leave. Yeah, that's unsafe for you. No, no, no we didn't have an uh, loss prevention officer on site at the time either, yeah. and so it was just they could just walk in and walk out and. Yeah. That was it. Oh man! Wow. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, uh, the the process is a little different there. But yeah, oh. yeah. They at least the manager is like, no, you do not go in the parking lot. Yeah, and you stay inside. I agree. You, it's your safety first, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, wild. Okay, thanks, JC. Thanks, JC. No problem. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah. The old no-speak anglaise. Oh, yeah, yeah. Classic maneuver. Yeah, Classic. And then you're like, oh, no, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> this text here says, I was working at a liquor store, and some guy came in, grabbed two to six bottles of vodka, looks at me and the other cashier and says, what are you boys going to do? We said nothing, and he said, good, because I just got out of jail, and you two would be my bitches. <laughs> Enjoy your drink, sir. I'd be like, well, here, here's another bottle of house. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, my God. Wow, what's that? I guess he doesn't want to. He's letting them know. Oh. Or is that was an offer for the evening? Maybe, yeah. Maybe yeah. he said, I just got out of jail. Would you two like to be in my bitches? <laughs> yeah, maybe. It's all in the tone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what a text. Uh, this one says, I used to work at a cosmetic section at night. People would steal from me so often that I stopped even caring. Yeah. I was young and miserable enough that I was half <laughs> ready to be like, at least they steal the berry lipstick. It'll look better with your skin tone. Your oh. skin tone. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. I guess lipstick could be an easy. Like, that's the that's the traditional stealing. Like, these new thieves, the filling up a shopping cart and walking out. Yeah. But, like, a lipstick, that's something you could grab, Marzi. Yeah, it, I mean, you could. Is everything tagged so it'll beep it at is, the door? It is now, yeah. Yeah, yeah it is now. Which, the, in reality, is anyone checking the beeper at the door? You just keep walking. I've walked out of Walmart so many times with it beeping and no one comes. Never stop. I am the person that will turn around. I'm like, sorry. Oh. She's like, does someone want to look in my bag? Does anybody care? And no mm-hmm. one answers. I'm, I'm like, like, just it, go. I go again and I'm like, did anybody see that? Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Excuse me. And then she walks <laughs> back through. Bing. Yeah. <laughs> Bing. I'm oh. like, go. Just go to the car. <laughs> I just want to get them to rub it on that thing so it stops. <laughs> uh, one more on this. Uh, Lee's hanging on. Hey, Lee. Hey, morning. How are you? Doing hey. fantastic. Um, so what, what did you end up witnessing? So I, I didn't actually witness it myself, but my wife works at, uh, at one of the local big box stores. Yeah. And, uh, of course, I get uh, a multitude of stories at the end of the day. And one of the stories that they had was a guy walked in and basically just sauntered over to the... Uh, snowblower displayed, picked out the one that he wanted, and uh, walked it straight back out the front door. What? And no one stopped him? Nobody, well, I mean, you know, they kind of did the old, hey, can I see your receipt? Yeah, and he just kept going. He just kept on trucking and, you know, threw up a couple of hockey sticks and (laughs) out into the parking lot he went and... uh, yeah, You're the, kidding. Yeah. And then the big box store just marks it down as uh, stolen or damaged. Stolen or damaged. And, uh, I mean, the good thing with that one was they got the plate on the truck. Yeah. And it went to the cops. But, I mean, at that point, I, I don't know what happened. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. And then one, and that could be a stolen truck, too, or whatever, right? Only variants, right? Yeah. Oh, it's oh exactly. Wild. But, yeah, the, the kahunas on people just to walk out. Throwing that under a coat. Yeah, 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 that's true. You're right. <laughs> Cover a snowblower with a coat. <laughs> DM Crash and Mars on Insta. Search Crash and Mars, all one word on Instagram. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. Let's do some news here for you guys on this Tuesday, September the 14th. 
All right, the provincial government is making good on its promise to give $100 to COVID-19 vaccination latecomers and has outlined the process for collecting the financial persuasion. Any Albertan who receives their first or second dose of the vaccine between September 3rd and October 14th may register to receive a debit card loaded with a $100 balance. All you have to do is register online. I was there yesterday. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's alberta.ca slash vaccine debit card. If you just Google it, it comes up for you um, on the on the Alberta website there. Perfect. So make sure that, uh, yeah, if you haven't received your first or your second dose yet, just go get it and then get 100 bucks. What about you guys that uh, need that third topper upper? Uh, third the people top that upper, got the combos. No, it's not those. Oh, it you don't get that? No, you don't get that. It's only for first or second. The first 15,000 debit cards are expected to be delivered in October. The province says that additional batches of the debit cards for recent vaccine recipients will be sent in November and December. According to the province, 78.9% of eligible Albertans have received their first dose of COVID-19 and only 70% have received both doses as of September 9th. So they'd like to see that number higher. Do you think the $100 debit card is enough of an incentive? Mm. Well, it doesn't sound like it is. Right? Yeah, because there hasn't been a crazy big bump no. in uh, people running to get no. vaccinated. No, not... not no. 100 bucks is not enough. What's What do you think the going amount is? <sighs> What's a good number? I don't... Oh, but here's like the... a dollar amount? Yeah, that the, will get people moving. The thing is, though, is that being able to sign up for it didn't launch until yesterday. Mm. So maybe now that you can actually go get it... Oh, maybe. But you've been able to get your vaccine... Since yes. like the beginning of September, and those numbers haven't. No. But you, but you couldn't put your info in. Rocket it up. Yeah. No, they haven't. So mm. if you want 100 bucks, if you haven't received your first or your second dose, hell, go get both your first and your second. Can you get 200 bucks if you get your first and your second? I don't think so. Oh, what? that's a good Which is That's weird. a good question. Because you need people fully vaccinated. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so if, any, so if someone hasn't been vaccinated at all, they go for their first, they should qualify for this. Yeah. And yeah, they technically... If you do it again, should get another hundred bucks. I yeah. don't know. Maybe? I don't. I'm not bucks? sure. Yeah. If only there was another way to do it that other provinces are doing. <laughs> I know. If only there was another way. If Alas. only there was. Yeah. Hands <laughs> are tied. Well, it launched yesterday, so if you get vaccinated, get your hundred bucks. It's it is available for you. Mm -hmm. It'll be issued in the in the form of a debit card. Alberta Health Services is also urging those who are pregnant or who have recently delivered or who are trying to become pregnant to get fully vaccinated against COVID-19 as soon as possible as well. According to AHS, six pregnant Albertans were admitted into the ICU. Oh. That's a scary number, guys. AHS said all six patients were unvaccinated. So and this th is, this is uh, awful, too, because as of late, there's been some horrible stories uh, in the news, been. too, of I know. pregnant women... Pregnant women catching COVID yeah. and then passing away. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's there terrible, is. tragic. Yes. As of Monday afternoon, there were 256 patients in Alberta ICUs, including 198 of them being treated for COVID-19. And according to AHS, almost 80% of those who are being treated in the ICU are not vaccinated. ICU capacity in our province uh, yesterday was at 90%. Without added surge spaces, AHS said that number would be 148%. Oh, Jeez. That's a lot of percent. That's a lot of percent. This is the highest that I think we've been throughout the pandemic. I think I read, uh, yeah, I think yeah, it I think is I read the highest. Yesterday, yeah. yeah, so hopefully... Which is crazy. Hopefully you guys don't need an ICU. No kidding.
Well, and the amount Hopefully of your elderly parents don't the amount of surgeries and stuff that have been canceled. Mm-hmm. I read one story of a, a guy that was literally like heading in for the surgery and they're like canceled. Yeah. And like he's like in need of this surgery. Yeah, these are like these are like brain cancers. Yeah. Like, yeah. These yeah. are like important need to be and done it's like, surgeries. Sorry, we don't have room. Yeah. People chose to not get vaccinated. Yep. Oh, I know awful, it's horrible. Awful, awful. It is horrible. So, please get vaccinated and yeah, do your part. It'd be nice. Like, just think about other people too, and like what other people have to go through with canceled surgeries and worrying about spaces in hospitals. And yeah, just be a person, be a human. Mm-hmm. Worry about your fellow man. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Worry about your fellow man. Wouldn't be nice if we all did that. Mm-hmm. Amazon Canada is hiking wages as it seeks to fill thousands of new jobs against the backdrop of a labor market that has been dramatically altered by the pandemic. The e-commerce giant said on Monday it will hire 15,000 new warehouse and distribution workers in communities across the country this fall to support its ongoing Canadian expansion plans. Now, I couldn't see uh, if how many people they were going to hire here in Alberta, but they did announce they're gonna, going to increase their starting wage for their frontline hourly employees in our country as well to between $17 an hour and $21.65 an hour. 21 bucks, wow. That's up from its current starting wage of around 16 bucks an hour. Yeah, yeah. That's a so, big jump. Yeah, that's massive. What a jump. Like, yeah, that look is at those a jump. Wages, like, I know, I know it's like an old, an old person thing to say, but remember, remember, Ginge, working at that gas station way back in the day? Oh, yeah. Your wage... Five, seven, five. <laughs> it was literally five something, and we got a ten cent raise, and we're like, "Wow!" Yeah, <laughs> but also gas was like sixty cents a liter. Oh yeah, like we're, we're everything old. was a little different. You're <laughs> right, we are old. I think when I started, when I was a kid mm-hmm. at Tim Hortons, I made four twenty five. Mm. I think that that was 425. my four dollars and twenty five cents was my starting wage. Mm. Yeah, isn't that wild? Yeah. Times have changed. Times have changed. <laughs> so there you go. If you uh, if you are going to be working, you know, at Amazon, I mean, it might be a good place. Seventeen to twenty one dollars and sixty five cents an hour is mm-hmm. all right. Wow. Existing employees will also receive an additional a dollar sixty to two dollars and twenty cents per hour starting immediately. Amazon said that they're going to get that regardless of how long they've been with the company. Mm-hmm. So you could see a dollar sixty to two dollars and twenty cent raise. I wonder how many that big boy that Amazon store off like Forty First Ave, south of the city. There? Oh yeah, yeah, that's a biggie. I wonder how many people are in there. Like, is it like a thousand? 2, I have 000? no idea. Well, I bet you there's over a thousand people in there because it's the largest building I've ever seen. Yeah. Well, it takes a long time to drive by it. Yeah, it <laughs> like does. a very long time. I'm you're like, like, oh, you're driving. You look over, like I'm st- still in front of Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> it is a massive building. Yeah, I bet you there's probably a couple thousand people uh, working in there. Do we know anyone working inside there, like doing like the Amazon picking and stuffing boxes? I don't know. I don't know. I've, I've never met anyone. I haven't met I don't anybody. Think I know anyone either. Is it a is it a beautiful job? Is hear, it a beautiful workplace? You hear some horror stories, uh, but yet I'm so intrigued by it. Yeah, I, I want to see in there. Is it a good time? Like, is it I'm just? Guessing. Uh, can you throw in earbuds and just like? Uh, I, Oh, you don't think you well, can do earbuds? It sounds like they're pretty demanding on, like, keeping moving. <laughs> like, so it's, it's not like, nah, I'm going to pack, like, five boxes this hour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this text here says, uh, hey, guys, um, I, work at the, I work at the Amazon, the one out by the airport. Yes. Yeah. 
Happy to see a bit of a pay raise. Apparently, there was talks of unionizing. Oh. Which is why this is coming. Oh, that's why. Oh, we'll give you more money. Just shush, yes. shush, don't talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. You guys can do both, you know. Take their money and still form it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> and create a nice, fair working yeah. environment. Yeah. Uh, this one says, I work in the one in Atchison going up. They will have jobs there as it's not even going up yet. So they, they have jobs there right now. Oh, okay. That's the one uh, going up in Atchison. Wow. I didn't know there was another I one. I had no idea. I didn't know that either. Hmm. Another one here says, my nephew used to work at Amazon yeah. and said it's the absolute worst. I can't, yeah. I can't imagine constantly just picking items, putting them in a box would be great. No. For hours on end. I wouldn't think. You Do just you like, just literally stand there and just pick items? I think you walk and pick items. Oh, like you go to aisle like B723, pull this item. Right, because everything they don't have robots that are doing that. I'm sure maybe some of it's robotic, but it's all got to be in because it's all it'll all come in like the same box, you know. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. you get one box with like six different things in it. That's true. So it's all from like the same building. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I figured that they were ripping around on like hoverboards or something. No, that was like no. year three thousand. <laughs> <laughs> People are saying they drive a machine to pick. Yeah. See, yeah. Well, that that's well, fine, be fun. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Rip around on like what a Segway type thing. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, that's all right. On this one, yeah, it's just a huge warehouse. Pretty cool, though. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Like if someone said the building in Atchison is robotic. Oh, oh that's a robotic So you're one? not doing it yourself. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, it's going to be fully automated? Oh, that's kind of oh, cool. Okay. All right. Well, Amazon Canada currently has 25,000 full-time and part-time employees in 25 communities across five provinces. For those of you who are interested in new technology, well, you might want to have a look over at what Tesla's doing. Elon Musk made an announcement that Tesla would be rolling out a version. It's version 10 of its full self-driving software. And some people are saying that it's mind-blowing and that it's another look into a forward step to totally autonomous driving. I know, I've been watching some videos yeah, on it. Yeah, I've watched some videos on it, too. It is interesting. It is. I, I-, I still don't fully understand how you can possibly get that to work in Canada though because with like your car Mars you you need the lines on the road and as soon as the lines disappear with snow like uh, the auto the autopilot feature doesn't uh, quite work as well yeah it can't right. see right doesn't know yeah 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 it needs those lines yeah mm. yeah I know I don't I don't know how they're gonna do it either maybe it in like the nicer climates you'll be able to go full self-driving yeah, yeah. go full self-driving Summertime, though summer spring fall works great yeah still be cool here yeah. six seven weeks out of the year it is funny it's so handy I love it yeah I know I love it I too love it, it is really cool then like I, dr- I drive Mars car for quite some time and I get back in my truck and I'm looking for a lever to put it in autopilot yeah. I'm like oh this archaic thing <laughs> 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 just when you're on the open highway, yeah. it's just nice to have. You said you're when you were down with um, hanging out with some friends. One of them had a Tesla. Did yeah. did they have self driving on it? They did. Yeah, yeah. Did you check it out? I did. And yeah. what'd you think? It was like merging and stuff, and like letting I other know. people merge. Mm-hmm. It's a real trip. Yeah, it's wild. I know. I did a uh, a trip to uh, Calgary on the QE2, threw it in auto, and just let it go. I. I didn't drive until like I pulled into Red Deer and then I left Red Deer and didn't drive until I got to Calgary. Yeah. <laughs> it was wild. <laughs> <laughs> Some of it I just couldn't wrap my head around. Like yeah, yeah. I can get like a lot of vehicles now do like that lane assist. Mm-hmm. We'll just help keep you between the lines. Yeah, yeah. I, think I can sort of, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's cameras that can see the road. Yep. It has an idea if you're drifting. Mm. But the whole like uh, recognizing other vehicles, like literally like letting vehicles merge in front of me yeah. or speeding up to get behind me, passing people on its yeah. own. I know. I like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it is pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yet so, uh, yeah, it's just so it's so impressive. You're just wow the whole time. Yeah, I do. He's, he's talking about coming with like even like a, a cheaper three with like yeah they want to do like twenty five thousand dollar with yeah. like no steering wheel. I, he yeah. Yeah, he wants, I know he wants no steering wheel and no gas brake pedal. I don't know if I'm there yet. I don't, I don't know if I'm there yet either. Well, yeah, I was looking at that the other day. I'm like, there's no possible way you can do that, especially in a winter climate. Because it depends so much on being able to yeah, see the lines on the, the road. Yeah, because you need the lines on the road. So I yeah. don't think that would ever happen in Canada. But like California and stuff, like the southern states, you totally would see that. Where, the, where you don't get that weather where your yeah. roads are covered with anything. I do try periodically to uh, let Mars's car in autopilot turn corners. Like at intersections, I'll hover my hands over the steering wheel. I'm like, all right, because you can kind of see the the turn lines appear right. on the graphic on the screen. And I'm like, all right, it kind of knows. And it starts turning. All of a sudden, it's like, beep, 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 grab the wheel. I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> so in, in town driving with autopilot, not great for uh, <laughs> turning yeah. left or right. We trust. We're so uh, skeptical of the robots. Like, yeah. you know, like I don't we trust are. robots driving. Yeah, yeah. We trust robots to fly our planes. I know. We yeah. trust robots to do. There's robots doing a ton of stuff in your car as it is. Oh yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah, just not exploding. Yeah, because well, yeah. a lot of people have the um like the assisted uh, parallel park. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The parking assist. Yeah, the parking assist. That's a robot doing it. Yeah, it's a form Literally of self self driving. Right. Which is really neat when it's happening. Yeah. It's at a lower speed. Yeah, yeah. yeah some, someone says, what happens when you want to go down a gravel road? Well, that's just it, is that... I mean, you, it does show... It shows the shoulder. It shows the shoulder. So it'll stick to the shoulder. It'll yeah. Stay, it'll stay right to the right. Because we've driven on roads with no painted lines, and it just it hovers around the... It gives, like, the width of your vehicle, and it'll stay to the right. Yeah, it will stay to the right. Yeah. Yeah. But really neat. But uh, again, it's kind of in order for it to be perfect. Well, you need the lines. It needs the lines on the road. Yeah, yeah. So we got to paint gravel roads. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. also like the lines here in in Canadian cities that get snow and a lot of weather on the roads. The lines aren't always the greatest. Mm-hmm. Right, like sometimes there's no lines. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes yeah. there's really faded lines. Mm-hmm. You know that kind of thing. Another really neat thing that uh, uh, Tesla did a patent on is I don't know how it's going to work is give this a google laser wiper blades i saw that they're <laughs> I developing I have laser? No idea how that's gonna work i He's don't gonna know get either. rid of wiper blades and make them laser beams <laughs> yeah apparently they filed for a patent for laser wiper yeah. beams wiper no laser wiper blades yeah yeah how, however that happens you'll just your entire windshield to be covered in laser beams i don't know how that's gonna get rid of rain and dirt and i don't know yeah i've got no idea you're cooking each droplet as they fall <laughs> <laughs> your windshield's just a, a, like an oven star wars defense system <laughs> yeah it's a crazy thing yeah, yeah. speaking of Tesla's, a man in Louisiana was arrested after he claimed a Tesla hit him in a parking lot and left him injured, but the video of the incident showed a different story. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it all went down on Friday when police responded to a call concerning a man who said he was injured in a hit and run. They found Arthur Bates Jr., 47, said a Tesla driver backed their car into him in a parking lot. Now, the police department did release the video. It has no sound, but you can go and watch it. Of of Bates falling to the ground and the Tesla driver apparently checking on him before leaving the lot. Here's what happened, though. When police finally caught up with the Tesla driver, they showed the video to him and said, we didn't hit this guy. The guy literally threw himself in front of the vehicle. Oh, Mm, my God. And it's really obvious. Mm -hmm. It's not like it looks like there was a possibility he was hit. Mm -hmm. He threw himself in front of it. Cameras will catch you everything. Cameras will catch you do everything. You must have a bunch of cameras on your car, right? 
on your uh, Lantra? I don't have cameras on my Lantra. You don't have cameras on there? What? You, you have a backup so- camera? Oh, I got a backup camera. Yeah. Yes, but it's not recording. Oh, it's not recording anymore. No. I mean, I could film my backup camera <laughs> <Yeah>. from inside <laughs> the car, Line I up guess. the camera every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so don't yeah. do that because... He takes a dive. He does, and it yeah. looks ridiculous. Wasn't this in the news a while ago? This was really popular in Russia for insurance. Yeah, that's where... Russia's the reason we well, have so They're all about dash cams. Dash yeah. cams. Yeah, front, back, sides, Because everything. Russians for a time loved pretending to jump in front of vehicles yeah. and get it. Yeah. They, yeah, you watch videos and they'll literally <laughs> run it. out. Yeah. And actually yeah. They get run it. at the car. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. not like simulating a hit and being like, ooh, they're like jumping on your hood like boom, 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 boom. Yeah. This uh, this text here says, uh, hey guys, I also own a Tesla, mm-hmm. and the stuff that I catch on my cameras is one of the best things. Sentry mode is hilarious. I've seen people looking in, looking around it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty funny. And every time I get in Mars's car, and it's like uh, like 10 Sentry events, I load the camera. I'm like, I'll take five minutes and check all the surveillance. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you do see some people like uh, leaning in, looking, and then the car uh, like bleep, uh, beeps or whatever. Yeah. And then uh, you see them look up and then walk away. <laughs> Yeah, it's wild. It's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. For those of you who have dogs, have you ever been sitting around watching TV and had your sleeping dog suddenly let one rip? No. Well, it happens. Mm-hmm. It, there's an oddly specific new survey on the sleeping habits of dogs, and 41% of people said that their dog will sometimes break wind while sleeping. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably more than that. Oh, yeah. It's unclear if the other 59% of the dogs are just too polite to let that happen, or if their owners are too polite to out them in a public survey. Here are some other random stats. 75% of dogs run while sleeping, like they're dreaming or chasing a squirrel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You see those legs? The legs, yeah. (laughs) 58% bark in their sleep. 71% sleep curled up like a croissant. Oh, yeah. 57% of dogs sleep on their back with their legs up in the air. I do love that. I love that, too. Mm -hmm. 53% of dogs sleep on their belly with their paws out in front of them like a sphinx. Yeah. 47% of dogs sleep half in their bed and half out of their bed. And 24% doze off while using the arm of a chair as a pillow. <laughs> That's pretty cute. Cats and dogs sleep in the weirdest positions. Like, half of them do not look comfortable at all, but they are out cold. It's like they're half, it's like they uh, die a little bit when they sleep. Yeah. Because they go down deep. Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I feel like a dog or a cat could lay on a bed of spikes and be okay with it. They'll find that comfy little spot and be like, <sighs> I know cats. Cats will sleep on full remote controls. I'm like, can I have that? It's because there's a there's a sliver of body heat attached to it. Is that mm. what from, it is from your touch? Yeah, not yeah. like anything. The scent, heat sluts. <laughs> <laughs> the dogs farting in their sleep. Mm-hmm. I, I think they fart more in their sleep. Do they? Do dogs know about farts like we do? Like you, you know your bum. You know if you need to fart or if it's worse. Right. Where does a dog know that? No, oh, they I assume don't think so. every time they push something out, that it's going to be the big one. I think they just let her rip. As they do. And if it happens to be something else. Mm-hmm. But is that why they don't fart while they're awake mostly? Because at nighttime, it just sort of happens. It You're just not pushing. So, right. It comes out itself. But I during wonder. the day, are they afraid to push out a fart? I don't know. I, I don't think they're thinking of it. I think if they just feel it, they're like, and then whatever happens, happens. Do other animals know the difference like we do? I don't know. Maybe it's a relaxed thing. Their body is like moving. They're in Maybe like their digestive systems are moving differently. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> this text here says, this little princess doesn't fart. Oh, I don't know. 
Oh, that's a cute dog. That's a really cute dog. Well, here, I, I just loaded a video here. This is a uh, dog that farts, and it wakes him, wakes himself. Oh. Yeah. It's a, a and this is a little buddy, too. So oh. there's a little dog. See his feet? His feet are going. Yeah. I think he's got some sneezes or something. No, he's dreaming. Oh. Oh, wait for it. He's dreaming. What? No, that wasn't the dog. <laughs> that was somebody else that farted and woke up the it, dog. No, I think it's the dog. No, not that little thing. you can see the thing. dog's rump vibrate. No, that's like the guy farting. That's no, disgusting. Look at the, look at the dog's rump. <laughs> He's a puppy. No, <laughs> that's somebody else in the room. No. Yes. <laughs> this text here says sometimes my dog will wake up, get startled by a fart, and look around to see who noticed. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then just lay back down and pass out. This one here says my dog farts all day, like when she's walking down the stairs or jumping on the couch. Yeah, yeah. She's never pooped in the house. I think she's just relaxed. <sighs> People are putting pictures of their sleeping dogs in the app. I know. It's you see the so cute. Where's the wolfhound here? It looks like it's sleeping on their bed, and it looks like it fell asleep mid-stretch. <laughs> <laughs> All four limbs are just fully extended. That is awesome. That is adorable. I do love when an animal's laying on their back. I don't know why. It's just hilarious. Like when our cats do it, like Chloe, big fat Chloe will be laying there. Yeah, she lays on legs her back. Legs all sp spread out. And then she's like, Ugh. if I was a cat, I'd lay on my back all the time. But for cats, though, you don't want to expose your underbelly. But that just shows they're really comfortable. That, they trust you. They, they do. They trust. Mm -hmm. This text here says, this is how he falls asleep. Look at their dog. Two paws on the floor. <laughs> That's great. That's so cute. There's something great about animals falling asleep on human furniture, too. Yeah. Like, this isn't for you. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love it's the dogs so that fall asleep sitting up on a chair and just leaning yeah. back. Old man style. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are great. <laughs> I like that as well. It's super cute. <laughs> All right. This uh, story here is pretty wild. So summer is pretty much over, even though I guess we're still going to be traveling in the winter. Mm. That's ski resorts to hit up oh, this yeah. winter. Hopefully they stay open. Uh, hotel staff started to share some of the weirdest and worst things that they've found left behind in hotel rooms. And uh, a lot of the stories are pretty gross. But I was reading through this and I thought, hmm, what if it was the other way around? And I want to know from you guys this morning, 780-489-4669. What made you check out of a hotel room that you just checked into mm. maybe it was a hotel that you didn't expect yeah some friends of ours stayed in um they thought that they rented an airbnb of an old rustic barn mm -hmm. yeah and it was more rustic than what they really oh. rustic oh yeah yeah it was a disaster well, a lot area. of times too like the photos online do not match the no. place that you get we re we rented a airbnb in mexico and yeah, that didn't when we work showed out. up, the outside didn't look anything like the pictures. No. Like it, the pictures showed it like a beautiful tropical paradise. When we rolled up, it was a dimly lit back alley with concrete walls that were erected yeah. with razor wire along the top. Oh. And we're like, oh my God. Oh, they yeah. didn't include those in the photos? No. no. <laughs> and then there's like a, a dumping ground right beside it. And then we walk in. None of the furniture was the same. Oh, it was sketch. It was it was pretty awful. Yeah, yeah. Our friends who thought that they rented like a rustic Instagram-like barn uh, to stay in, they in, I think they left that night. Well, yeah, you don't stay. They waited for like the uh, the owner of the property or whatever to kind of go away. Well, yeah, you pull your and car then up left. all of a sudden. <laughs> They're like, no, no. Are you here to rent a room or what? <laughs> and the owner's drunk out of her face. Show me your mouths. Oh. You got a pretty mouth.
That's why you wait until the middle of the night and then you go to the Super 8. Yeah. Because you won't die. Because you won't die. Yeah, that's right. So I want to know from you guys if you've got a story you want to share with us this morning. Did you check in? And within a matter of hours, you checked right out. Call the Crash and Mars Show. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. I was uh, looking at... Um, uh, an article yesterday about how hotel staff were sharing the weirdest and the worst things that they found left behind in rooms. And mm-hmm. after I read through it, I thought, oh, well, what about the other way around? Is there anybody listening who has ever checked into a hotel and then promptly checked right out? Like and you, why? You could tell when the room hasn't been yeah. uh, turned turned properly, right? When you first swipe that key card to unlock the door, you walk in, oh. and it's not up to your expectation. Mm-hmm. Do you you immediately turn heel right there and head back down to the lobby? Yeah, I feel like I feel like you've entered as a crime scene where you shouldn't be. Right. Every, don't touch anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just hands up. If you open this that door, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like don't there's disturb cops anything. running down the hallway to get yeah. you. <laughs> Literally, don't touch anything and go back to the front desk. That's right. <laughs> and Let get them be. to deal with it right away. Exactly. Yeah, you don't you don't know what you're walking into. Seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine. If you want to jump in and uh, share a story here, Tanya, how you doing today? Hi. Hey. Hi. How you doing today? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't even know if you knew my name. Oh, oh that's no, okay. worries. no worries. No worries. Okay. Um, so, um, what was your situation here? You checked into a hotel and promptly checked out. We did. We were in uh, Asoyas for seven days. This is the summer bef- before COVID started. Yeah. Okay. And we were in Asoyas. We had a great time. It was a mediocre motel, but we made the best of it. Yeah. And then we moved on to Penticton, and we were going to stay five days there. And this was a hotel that, or a motel that we had grown up going to and had not gone since we were little kids. Oh, and nostalgia. Oh, exactly. So we walk in. <laughs> I've got this little little daughter, right? Like, she's maybe five or six years old. We walk in, and it smells. And she's like, I'm not staying here. Like, <laughs> Kids got taste. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. So we put everything into the room, and then we decided we were just going to go catch a movie until until later. Yeah, sure. So back in the evening time, we walk in, close the door. It still smells. And she looks over, and there's these bugs crawling. <gasps> the door. No. And I'm like, okay, you know what, honey? We can do this. You know what? I'll just put a, a towel there or something. Mm-hmm. And so my sister goes and says, well, I'm going to go take a bath. Well, there's no plug for the shower. Towel, yeah. Nothing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then, so I'm like, okay, well, let's watch some TV. We watch some TV, and then it's time to go to bed. And I pull back the covers on my bed, mm-hmm. and out pops a container of KY jelly. Ah! <laughs> yep, that's it. I'm, I'm like, done. Yeah, yeah. Yep, that's it. You dealt with bugs. You yep. dealt with mm. the uh, no plugs in the bathroom and mm. now KY jelly on the bed. Yeah, KY Astroglide, no thank you. Oh. We packed up so quickly and it wasn't even a new container. It was used. It yeah. Was oh, no, we no, no. And as we're leaving, we're watching all these people and we find out from the hotel down the road. They gave us a great deal because they felt so bad for us. <laughs> yeah. But it's a, a motel that rents by the hour. <laughs> Nostalgia. <laughs> oh, that, that sucks. That sucks. You should have listened to your daughter right off the bat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what a story. Thanks, Tanya. Thanks, Tanya. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. I saw, um, it's funny how, like, when you remember good times when you were a kid. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you're like, let's go back to that hotel or motel or whatever it is, and it's just... It it's changed. Not, it is not good. This text here says, this is also nostalgia, says, when I was in my 20s, I stayed at a hostel in Hawaii. Ooh. 
a decade later in my 30s, yeah. I said to my girlfriends, we got to go. This host, this hostel kicked ass. Yeah. yeah. So we went. Mm-hmm. Old time sakes. We checked in. Five minutes later, we checked out. Oh. <laughs> we stayed at, a, <laughs> stayed at a resort down the road. Mimosa's poolside was way better oh, than yeah, that yeah. crappy hostel. I've never stayed in a hostel. I actually, uh, I'm intrigued. I want to try one. I think once you, I in think our travels. When you're 20, yeah, those uh, those crazy Europeans are pretty yeah, yeah. fun. Yeah, but when you know late 30s, yeah, you're, not, you're not, not quite as tall. You don't think of... it's a 37 year old man's game? <laughs> no. Crash, you'd walk into a hostel and walk right yeah, out. Yeah, I'm like, ooh, coming my bag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no bathroom. <laughs> Where are the slippers? The provided slippers. No bathroom. <laughs> uh, George is hanging on here. How you doing, buddy? Good. Nice, nice. Uh, did you end up checking into a hotel and then right away checking out of it? Oh, yeah. It was the worst experience ever. <laughs> what happened? Well, we're traveling across Canada with three kids, first off. Oh, yeah. And we booked our stop at every hotel across Canada based on hotels that we've seen online. Yeah, right. Yeah. And we stopped in this one town in the middle of Ontario based on it was a rustic, nice little hotel. And we get there and everything looks fine on the outside. We go in, we check in. The guy gives us a key. We go to the room, open the door and hello, 1970. Oh, Yeah. yeah. So the kids go to jump on one of the beds, and the dust cloud that came off the bed looked like nobody had been in the room since 1970. Oh, no. You're kidding. Uh-uh. It was awful. Oh, that is terrible. And you're just we like, did. oh, God, we can't stay here. No, we just turned around and went back to the front desk and said, here's your key, give my money back, goodbye. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, did they give you your money back? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They apologized and said that nobody had actually cleaned the room that day. So. <laughs> You're like, this decade? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm glad you got your cash back on that one. Okay, thanks for sharing that, George. No problem, guys. See ya. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. <sighs> uh, yeah. This text here says, guys, I checked into a hotel and found a used condom in the bed. Ew. Aww. We had to leave immediately. We asked for a new room, and they wouldn't give us one. It was mm. so gross. AJ from the Meadows, thank you for that. That's like their version of the mint. <laughs> <laughs> like the condoms and the KY. So gross. We all know what we all know what's happening in the hotel room before yeah, we got yeah, there. For but sure. you, don't, you can't. You don't need to be reminded of it. No, I don't no. need a visual. Yeah, like I, I want to walk in hoping that the sheets are cleaned and changed. Yeah, I need to lie to myself that this yeah. is a brand new room. But when there's stuff like that laying on the bed, clearly mm-hmm. the bed hasn't been uh, changed. Changed. Yeah. Or the room really hasn't been cleaned. Nikki from Castledown says, about five years ago, my husband and my three kids and us decided to drive across Canada to New Zealand. Wait a second. Oh, across Canada? I wonder if that's... That's a long drive. That's a- <laughs> I'm going to say it's probably autocorrected to something else. Okay. Maybe to Newfoundland. Oh, probably. Probably. Well, on the drive back, we had to make uh, make it before a wedding. We were a bit behind, so we had to do some long driving days. We stopped at one motel in Manitoba, and as we were going in there, I said, I want to see the room first before we pay for it. The price seemed a little too good to be true. Mm-hmm. Well, needless to say, my husband and I walked in, and besides being hit with what smelt like a dead body... We walked through. You couldn't even shut the bathroom door. You had to climb over the bed, then stand on the toilet to shut the door to get in. <clears throat> we went back to our car and got up to leave. As we were pulling away, the woman came running out of the office, yelling, I'll give you a better deal. Oh, no. And then she yelled, I promise we don't have bugs. Yeah, you're like, I never yeah. asked. <laughs> <Bye."> <laughs> 
<laughs> when someone yeah, says that, yeah. you don't want to stay there. You don't want to stay there. Yeah. We dealt with them all last week. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so gross. Uh, hey, Dean. Hey, how's it going? Doing fantastic. Uh, you had a piece out of a hotel that you just booked, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I uh, had booked into, I'd used one of those online booking sites. And um, this was when I had just kind of started out in my business and I didn't have a lot of money. And so I found this what I thought was a deal and it said it was four stars and I thought, okay, so I booked it and this conference was in Lloyd Minster. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know anybody who's from a small town. Um, you know, when there's a, a hotel that's attached to a bar, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like not yeah. vice versa, not like a hotel with a little bar in it, like the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's what this was, and um, I got into the room, and it was just a crime scene. Like, oh no, it was horrific. Like, I can, I can tolerate some stuff. I'm not like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this was like the the bed was just completely stained. Like, Like, just like I couldn't even believe it. Like and, someone had uh, a time in that room mm, already. That's not good. Oh, like not one person, multiple. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> and uh, and it was just, and then the door wouldn't lock, so I had to like the only way I could just like there was just a latch; it wouldn't actually close. Oh. So, so the first night, I'm like, well, I don't really have an option, and so I um, I stayed there, oh. and you know, just kind of like put as much of my clothes on top of the bed as possible. <laughs> yeah, 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 create a nice barrier. Yeah, and the whole night I put a chair in front of the door because there was just, like, people outside the door. It was, like, you know, just so sketchy. Like, yeah, you're waiting for the door to be I kicked I can't in. believe you didn't just check right out. Hey, I paid for it, right? You got to stay the night. <laughs> <laughs> Dean logic. You get your money's worth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, exactly, exactly. There we go. Okay, thanks, Dean. Thanks, Dean. Okay, bye bye. Yeah, sometimes though, if you cough up some cash, yeah. maybe funds are a little tight. Mm. You're like, nope. I'm gonna wait and see if there's a continental breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Shockingly, a lot of people say that if they have text or if they they've texted that if they did check out, they got yeah. they did get their money refunded. Mm-hmm. I guess if you can plan like Dean with his four star in Lloyd Minster. Like four stars out of a hundred. <laughs> you got to check the rating, Dean. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This text here says, "My boyfriend and I stayed at an Airbnb this summer. The host caught us outside as we were checking in. At the end of our conversation, she said, oh, and by the way, we have a bit of a spider problem, so there's bug spray under the sink. Oh. Spiders were legit falling in front of us wherever we hung out in that place. Oh it was God. really gross. Nope, nope, nope. Would you pack up your family and leave immediately? Yeah, for safety. I got kids. Yeah, you can't have spiders You're killing your two kids. Dead in Airbnb. <laughs> Douse the place in bug spray, and you'll oh be fine. My oh my god! Have the best sleep ever. With wake up with a pounding headache. Right. Uh, one more on this. Uh, Tammy's been hanging on. Hey, Tammy. Good morning. Hey. How are you guys. Hey, Doing we're fantastic. good. Uh, you uh, hit up a hotel, and then you promptly had to leave. Why? Well, it was cabins in Saskatchewan, and it was right on the water. Beautiful water. Oh, but gorgeous. we walked in the hmm. front doors. And I swear to God, the cleaning staff walked out the back doors. Oh. And it just literally smelled like Lysol. Oh. And my mom always told me, you check the beds and everything. And I pulled back the bedding, and it was black sheets, and it was littered with sand. Oh. And what I believe to be a 
string of a tampon. It, it was. Oh, oh my gosh! Are you serious? No, 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 no. My husband. I said, "You get back in there and get our money. We're gone." I oh, said, yeah. So yeah, it was gross. So did they just roll in with like a, air, a Lysol air freshener spray and just dose the room, and yeah. that's it? That's their form of cleaning. I'll yeah, bet yeah. you. Yeah, it was disgusting. Like, oh. the smell was so strong. Oh my god, that gosh. is nasty. Yeah, and uh, did you yeah. find better accommodations after that? Yeah, my house. <laughs> <laughs> DM Crash and Mars on Insta. Search Crash and Mars, all one word on Instagram. 1023 Now Radio. Let's do some news here on this Tuesday, September the 14th. Nine of Alberta's largest post-secondary institutions have jointly announced plans to eliminate rapid testing options, and instead they are now requiring proof of COVID-19 immunization to attend campus. Schools in Edmonton, Calgary, Lethbridge, and Medicine Hat will soon require students, staff, faculty, and visitors to be fully vaxxed and provide proof of their vaccination status. Here in Edmonton, that includes the U of A, McEwen University, uh, Nate Northern Alberta Institute of Technology, and Norquest College. So just keep that in mind. Both the University of Alberta and the University of Lethbridge plan to introduce the new measures as of November 1st. Mm -hmm. So when they're doing that is kind of staggered. So if you're attending any of those schools... Make sure that you go and uh, check that out. Speaking of schools, some Edmonton parents are having to deal with late buses in major school divisions as the industry grapples with a driver shortage. People don't want to drive buses, guys. Why don't people want to drive buses? A whole load of screaming kids. <laughs> kids yeah. <laughs> Why not? You get to work that door, though. That'd be fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, right now, Edmonton Public Schools says the average delay is around 45 minutes for oh. affected routes. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah really? that's really intense. So are kids intense. showing up to school late? Is that what's happening? Uh, I don't I don't know. Are the kids going late? I would think so. It sounds like they're going to be late. 45 minutes yeah, late. Yeah, 45 minutes like, late. Yeah. So you yeah. miss a good chunk of your first class. Hopefully it's the most boring one. Yeah. How does that bus driver schedule work? You wake up in the morning. Yep. yep. Feeling like P. Diddy. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you go and pick up your kids. Drop them off at school. And you go and, for breakfast. And then what do you and the bus do? You park at a, a restaurant and go for breakfast. But, but then? Like, <laughs> well, that, you can't take the bus home. My right? neighbor was a oh, bus yeah. driver. He took it home. Oh, yeah, yeah. The bus yeah, the bus yeah. went home with the... Like, if uh, if you're not, like, within the city, rural buses anyways, the bus drivers would just take the bus home. W- what about our city friends? I don't know what they do. Well, they my parents at my parents' place. Yeah. My neighbor there, he used to drive. That was a smaller bus. It was yeah. It wasn't like your big boy. Yeah. It was like your more condensed yellow bus. Yeah, a half yeah. bus. A half bus. But he took it home. What about those long layers? You can't just park that thing anywhere. I'm guessing but, you take it back to the yeah. Those to ones probably go back to the lot. You go back to the depot, take your car home. Yeah. Do your whatever your regular day is, and then back. back to the depot, yeah. pick up the bus again, and go back. Yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah, because like my uh, bus driver lived just down the road from us, and yeah, she parked it in her yard all the time. And then when she was sick or whatever, and a substitute bus driver would have to drive that route. Oh yeah, they would drive to my neighbor's house, grab leave the their car there, grab the bus, do the route, and then uh, come back. Huh. A lot of times, though, working at the gas station, bus drivers after they drop off kids, they would pull up at the gas station and go to the restaurant attached to the building. Oh yeah, have breakfast. Why yeah. not? Uh, Edmonton Catholic Schools said on Monday that 5% of their routes were delayed as well, anywhere from 5 minutes to 90 minutes. Wow. 90 minutes? Yeah. So, yeah, now they're looking at combining some routes. I'm not sure what they're going to do. What does a bus driver pay? 
Good good wage? Well, if you're looking at the app, they're oh. saying there's a reason why there's no bus drivers. <laughs> and it's not for the money. Oh, damn. Yeah. Well, it's tricky, though, right? Because I'd imagine they probably only pay you while you're driving. Mm-hmm. But you sort of have to commit your full day. Yeah. Yeah, when you work days like that, like your whole day's blown. Yeah, you, it's not like you can do anything else. Yeah. Yeah, you can't get caught up in anything. Well, here's what uh, they say. This is the Edmonton Operations General Manager for Southland Transportation. They said that the problem is industry-wide across Edmonton and northern Alberta, and multiple factors are impacting bus driver shortage, including availability, the extension of CERB benefits, mm. oh. drivers moving to full-time work, yeah. so people got full-time oh, jobs, okay. yeah, yeah. continuing concern with the rising COVID-19 numbers, yeah. and anxieties that are related to health risks associated with the variant COVID-19 exposures. On a regular school bus, um, are bus drivers behind plexiglass or no? I don't. Mine know. wasn't. I mean, but that was years ago. Well, no, but, I mean oh. like nowadays. Oh, I don't know. No. I don't know. I think I think I just solved our bus driver shortage. Though, oh. is there a minimum age besides sixteen, like regular driver's license, to drive a bus? Uh, well, you have to do a pro, like a three week training program. But it's not like a rental car. Like you don't need to be twenty five plus or anything. No, I don't think so. I don't That's, think no, they're going to put if, teens behind yeah, buses. Let's get them high school kids. Get them driving bus. Yes. Yeah. They got to go to school anyway. Oh, it'd be like a whole fleet of I am Acto. <laughs> <laughs> I like to get my. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Get on my bus, kids! <laughs> yeah, it'd be a problem. Oh, it'd yeah. be a time. <laughs> That's the best bus driver. Auto. Oh, yeah. Our buses yeah. still doing that move. Remember when you go on a field trip, you're in grade three, uh, in, our, in our town, in order to go anywhere, you had to cross train tracks to leave yep. town. Um, the bus would always stop. Oh, and they have to stop at, at all railway. Every railway. Yeah. Every like single railway. Open the door. Yep. And then they look for the train. And give like a listen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah to hear if you're... Yeah, but there's like... You got, you got eyes bust. Why Are they still doing that move? Oh, I, they are. Stop? I, it yeah. says right on the bus, too. We'll stop at all railway crossings. But do they? Do they still do that? <laughs> like, that's still Mine happening did. today? Yeah, yeah. Like dead of winter, too. They crack that door and it's like... Yes! <laughs> You're like, oh, jeez, it's so cold. Like, just give it the old left, right, like the rest of us. Yeah, yeah. Maybe They're because in the door. Those windows are always so fogged. Maybe they can't see. Because mm. uh, my bus driver, she would crack the door, but also open the, the window on her side and yeah. lean out. And her big beehive head would stick out the window. <laughs> She's like, all right, we're good. And then By the take way, off. this woman had a beehive and it was 1990. Right, yeah. That was a premium beehive haircut. <laughs> Uh, and some people are saying that on the application, you do have to be 21. Some are saying some apps say 18. Oh. Yeah, so we can't get our 16-year-olds driving. If you, uh, let's say you're a younger person, you get uh, your own bus route, are you allowed to jazz up your bus? Like, I'd throw some sweet LED lights in there that blink with the music. I'd put some subs in there. Oh, that'd be nice. cool bus. Right, yeah, I'd be the yeah. cool bus. I'd scratch off S. <laughs> I don't even know if it would really spell cool. <laughs> it wouldn't, no. <laughs> right. I'll just put a new deck over it, actually. Crash is cool. It's spelled C-H-O-O-L. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> it's a work in progress. Uh, and a lot of people are texting and saying that they do just take their buses home throughout the day. You can't park it overnight, yeah. but they park it on the street during the day. And then after the after school run, then they drop it off at the yard. Mm. I'd head out to the Flying J. My trucker friends. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, have a That's shower. That's what you got to do. Uh, have a shower, yeah. Yeah. Climb Ta- in the bunk of a, a life semi. on the road. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this text here says, guys, my kids are supposed to catch the bus at 7.50. Yeah. They didn't get to school until 10.42 the oh other day. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yikes. 
So the bus just doesn't show up? You're, like it's just I showing it's up that late? because you're picking up so many kids. Oh. Or there's only one bus doing all of the routes. Oh, they as merge opposed a couple to routes? Oh, okay. Three, four, five buses. Yeah, yeah. What, so the kids are at the bus stop for a good hour, hour yeah. and a half, just twiddling thumbs? Just tell kids to get up earlier. I got on the bus at like 6.45. Well, there's no bus to get on, though. 6.30 in the morning? Did you really? Yeah, it was oh. always pitch black. How it's, long was your bus ride? It was like two hours. Two hours? Yeah, it was a long time. And that was on a good day. If the bus got stuck, ugh. You were born for morning radio. Yeah. Your whole life. <laughs> you think I'd be used to getting up early? <laughs> two hours? Yeah, it was a long what time. A waste of time. And we were first on and last, last off. off. Yeah. Every time. So what time did you get home from school? Like 5.30? 5.30. Oh. Oh, yeah. What's the protocol? When you're first on the bus, do you feel like the... Is it like taking an Uber? Do you feel like a need to sort of small chat the bus driver? Oh, she doesn't want to tell. Oh, she doesn't want... No, no. She half the time still had a smoke in her mouth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get on the bus. The good thing is, first on, you get uh, first dibs on seats. And, yeah, that's yeah. all right, I and guess. And dead of winter, a Manitoba winter, you always take that seat with the heater on it. And yeah. the thing's just like, and the windows are just ice, and you're like, oh, oh so, so warm. <laughs> <laughs> you'd, you'd sacrifice the cool back of the seat? Yeah, I would back give up. Bus seat? Summertime, I'd sit in the back of the bus. Natch. Wintertime. you take um, the heated seat. Yeah, because he never put a heater right at the very back. It was always like six seats before the back. Oh. So you grab that one. Lisa from Westlock says, I'm a spare bus driver. Yeah. Took me six months to get my license because it's a special one. Oh. I'll drive maybe one route a month as a spare and I'll cover three or four different drivers. She says, I'm not in the city though, so the rules might be a little different. I do take my bus home and I can do a part-time job in between routes. I never, okay. You're mm. a spare, you're a part-time bus driver. I never see them have like a, a map up. Like, how do you know the new route? I don't know. You like just memorize it before you head out? Yeah, I, I guess. I guess so. Uh, I, I think I have a bus driver here. Okay. Uh, good morning, now radio. Is this Alex? It is. Yeah. Hey. Are you a bus driver or what? Oh no. Uh, sorry, am I alive? Yeah, oh, yeah, we'll put you back on hold because I don't like that question. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, do I got something to say? To I you. just want to yell F words. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Let's try another one here. Right. Uh, by the way, producer Haley's off today. Yeah, she's <laughs> uh, Leah, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you guys? Good, We're good. good. Are you uh, driving bus or what? I sure do. I'm a full-time school bus driver. Hey, there oh, you go. Cool. Um, how are you with uh, staying on time? Oh, I'm always on time, if not a little bit early. I hate being late for things. Nice. So. It's, uh, it is, we are short drivers, so what ends up happening is that when you're done your run, if they're calling out for drivers, you're booting it to the next one, they send you the run via your phone, either a text or whatever, you quickly look at it, you get the address, and you just go. Oh, wow. wow. So you can do, like, double run in the morning? Sometimes, if some of the kids happen to be in your area... Even though they may be going to a different school, if you can swing in and pick them up and just have them on your bus, they will get to their school late. Yeah. Because priority is your school first. Yeah, yeah. But, but then you get them there and stuff. And yes, I park at home. I take my bus home every night. It stays at my house every night. Yeah. And I live in Edmonton. Oh, there you go. Cool. Okay, all right. Gosh, do you know like what kids are going to what school? Like, are you no able idea. to figure that out? Yeah, well, they let us know. Like they'll they'll tell us on the radio. Like we've got a run going into, let's say, Otwell. That we're short a driver, and we've got six kids in 
that are going to um, Jasper Place and need pickup. We need a wheelchair bus. Oh, huh. a lot of organizing. So, yeah, so I drive a wheelchair bus. So believe you me, I'm always listening. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I can do that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're always willing to do a pickup. Why is Leah just picking kids up all over the city? Jeez. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for doing what you do. Well, no problem. And the page, it could be better. <laughs> <laughs> the page yeah. should be the better. Should Not be could better. be. Should, should be. be. <laughs> yeah. Should be better, yeah. But you know what? It is what it is. I love my job. I love my kids. Oh, perfect. Right awesome. On. Well, thanks for sharing that, Leah. Thanks, Leah. Okay, bye bye. Oh, that's all, that's all right. So she's just. How do you know though? Like, what kids go to Otwell? What kids go to JP? I guess what you kids just pull go... up and you help the kids get off. I guess yeah. God bless Leah. Sounds like she loves it. Yeah, and we need more of her. Oh yeah, but yeah. it sounds terribly loosey goosey. <laughs> <laughs> running around. Oh, we got a couple kids waiting on the corner. <laughs> get in! You're like, <laughs> someone mind grabbing them? She just pulls up, yeah. crack that door up, and get in. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. I'm sure they have some sort of system. Oh, she's got. She sounds confident. She sounds like she knows exactly what she's, she's doing. She's got it figured out. Yeah, so that's great. That's pretty good. Well, just mm. keep that in mind. It is in the news that if your kids are taking you know, a long time waiting for the bus. They're hopefully on a bus somewhere. Yeah, that's what's that's what's going on. All right, this story is... Uh, this, this is a realization for this guy. And it's interesting. Some guy thought it would be fun to build a Tinder profile for his girlfriend just to see how many guys would think she was hot. Oh, geez. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, this can't be. This can't be good. Mm. Okay, so he. Uh, I guess he thought it would be fun, and uh, he built her a Tinder profile. She matched with thirteen other dudes in the first hour. Damn. Mm-hmm. Mm. He actually talked about it on his Facebook. He said he now quote appreciates her more because <laughs> uh, he knows people want her. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Now that she's found thirteen other guys who can take her right now. Thirteen hundred. Thirteen hundred. Thirteen hundred. Oh. In an hour. One thousand three hundred other dudes oh. swiped right in the first. Oh, you just said 13, 1,300. Oh, did I miss the 100? Yeah, you missed the oh, 100. Sorry. No, I meant 1,300. Well, we thought 13 was a lot. Wow. <laughs> By the way, he did pay for Tinder's likes you feature that lets you see likes before swiping, right? Mm-hmm. So she got swipes and likes 1,300 dudes in the first hour. Wow. And then now he really loves her. He said, quote, guys, if you feel like you can do better than your girlfriend, create a Tinder profile for her and see how many other men would be stoked to be in your shoes. Mm-hmm. He joked that he was immediately going to draw her a bath, cook dinner, fold the laundry and rubber feet. <laughs> then he posted an update after she got even more matches. And he said he is now currently shopping for her a horse for her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you really better step it up. Isn't that crazy? She is in demand. Ginge put a screenshot there up in the app if you want to see... Uh, uh, and I bet Facebook you post. And I bet you he posted like some drop dead gorgeous photos. What was he hoping for? I don't know what he wants. Like, that no one wants. That her? no was one he wanted to her? and show her that look, it's me or nothing. <laughs> Maybe that's possible. The grass is not greener on the other side. There's no option for you. I guess this is what you get. So there you go. If you do want to check that out, he didn't try uh, and making himself a profile too to no. see if he can compete. No word either if he showed her the other thirteen hundred guys. Oh, because it, like I've never been on Tinder. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like let's say Crash creates a Tinder <clears throat> profile for me, mm-hmm. and I get, I mean, fingers crossed, thirteen hundred likes. Yeah, well, let me see who likes me. You're mm-hmm. gonna want it. You're curious. Right? I'm curious. Yeah. When you want to see who's like, uh, what's you know, a good number for you? Let's say I secretly set you up an account. And then 
I'm like, guess what? I set you up a Tinder account. You got some action. What's a good number? Mm. Uh, 5,000? 5,000? <laughs> oh, she's got a certain <laughs> amount of clout in the city. Right? I don't know. It's got to oh, be worth something. Oh, yeah, right? I don't know. Like Maybe like if 100 people did, I'd be pretty excited. I mean, 100 is pretty flattering, right? Like, that's flattering. Yeah, that's a great amount. That's a great number. It would be nice for the old ego. Oh, big Wouldn't time, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you put it out there and you get some traction. You're yeah. like, all right, all right. Even if you're in a secure, loving relationship, it's still be, you know, everyone likes to be told they're pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody does, yeah, you're try right. Try to dabble in it. Yeah. Let's see about that. Uh, let's try this one. Uh, good morning now, radio. Hi there. Hey. Hi. Did- I was just listening to your, like, Tinder. Yeah, 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 yeah for what, sure. What's your name? My name is Sky. Hey, Sky. Perfect. Did someone set up a Tinder account for you or what? Not at all, but I heard that like your good number would be five thousand. I've never been on Tinder either. Okay. So when I heard that your number, like that your number would be like five. Oh, I was just joking. I was just throwing anything out there. No, I know, but I just thought about it. And I was like, you know what? If even thirteen hundred people like my Tinder photo, I don't know. Like I've, I'm, I'm personally, I'm twenty, and I've been in a seven year relationship, and oh. so Wait, a- having. Having the idea of someone actually doing my own Tinder account, 1,300 people, is like a big, big say. <laughs> yeah. I, I just found it so funny. So, Like you, you would find it flattering if 1,300 people came out of the woodwork and they're like, hey, I like this. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. I just found it interesting how 1,300 people are even on Tinder, I guess. Oh, like, oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> like every, I think everyone's on yeah, Tinder. Literally everyone is. So you... Literally. I guess I've, it's only recently since I've like talked about Tinder to any of my friends, so it's crazy. Oh, oh, well, because you're you're only twenty, right? Yeah, yeah. You guys might be on something else, and Tinder might be for no. I think Tinder is still for... yeah. Tinder's way up there for uh, for uh, young people hooking up. And I'm sorry, did you say you've been in a seven year relationship? Yeah, I've been in a relationship for about seven years. Now, Hardcore. So. Whoa. Yeah, you're uh, your junior high sweetheart. I was still playing with Barbies at 13. <laughs> we were, yes, we were junior high sweethearts, actually. That's oh. a good way to put it. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you guys don't need the Tinder. Go check it out. No, but, no, we don't. But, but it I'm sounds like. I don't know. Yeah, it sounds, yeah. It sounds like uh, your man, though, needs to step it up on compliments. Head yeah. your way. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You hear that? Or she's getting on Tinder. <laughs> yeah. That's Sky's great. boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. Get on those compliments. Or she's... Yeah, no, exactly. That's great. Okay, thanks for sharing that. I think he, I think he just found, got a good laugh out of it, too. Uh, I, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for yeah. sure. Awesome. Okay, thanks for sharing that. Take care. No. Yeah. Thanks, Sky. Thank you. Oh, thank you, guys. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Sky's never been on Tinder. Take a look, Sky. I mean, I know 20. 20 years old in a relationship for seven years. If she got on Tinder at 20, she'd have like a million. Oh, she'd have more than... A million. She'd be flattered with 1,300. She would be blown away because you'll probably get a lot more. 1,300 in the first minute. It's been seven years, Sky. You had a good run. (laughs) End it. (laughs) End it and get on the Tinder. (laughs) Do not waste that age. So many. (laughs) Uh, Tanya, how are you doing today? How's it going? Doing hey, pretty good. good. Uh, your mom got on the uh, the online dating thing, right? Was she blown away? No, my mom signed me up on an online oh, dating. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, gotcha. I was actually seeing somebody else at the time, <laughs> yeah. and I found out he had a living girlfriend. And uh, yeah, he was a real jerk. But anyway, a few weeks later, my mom pulled me up in the middle of the night, and she said, "Hey, I just signed you up on an online dating site." 
Oh. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. I don't have a problem meeting men. Like, seriously. And she's like, well, try it out. See what you think. And I'm like, whatever. Yeah. So I fumed about it for a few weeks and I thought, oh, okay, let's try. Okay. So the first guy um, I met up with, I met him at um, Bo Diddley's. We were having a couple of drinks and I knew the guy for a couple of hours and he was telling me that he wanted to take me home and do all these weird things to me. Oh, oh, my, oh gosh. my gosh. Oh, jeez. Nice. No, not nice. Creepy. Yeah. <laughs> the second guy <clears throat> I was supposed to uh, meet for coffee, uh, I walked into Timmy's and he's sitting there and I walked out. I didn't even say hello to him. He had tattoos of swastikas. Oh my God. Yeah, that's a, that's a that's big red, red flag. Flags there. And I'm like, you know what? Third time's a charm. If it doesn't work, <laughs> I'm taking my freaking profile down. Like, this is ridiculous. Yes. Uh, anyway, I met my now husband <gasps> and he showed up with flowers and we went out for dinner and a walk in the rain. And Wow. Wow. Prince Charming later. showed up. Yeah. Third time's a charm, I well, guess. But yeah, you went through uh, yeah a couple rounds of uh, interesting individuals. Oh, scary, yeah, Seriously, it's like scary. These, <laughs> no, these uh, online dating sites bring out a lot of creepy people. Oh, oh I oh, I can only imagine. Yeah. Well, I'm glad yeah. it worked out for you. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. you met your husband. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't settle with Swastika so yeah. Man. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. That, well, and my my son has um, um, a daughter, and she's half native, so. I don't think that would have gone over too well. <laughs> mm. Alrighty. Well, there you go. All right. The online dating is questionable. What did her mom put in her profile? Yeah, yeah I know, right? <laughs> that she would meet all these men that, yeah. like... Yeah. Yeah. That would be very interesting. Yeah, it would be indeed. Mm -hmm. It's very strange. Why? <laughs> Tanya and her men. <laughs> Yeah, interesting selection there. Interesting selection there. Alrighty, this next story here is wild. And I, this might be tough. I don't know if we're going to get anybody with a story like it, but I thought, hell, why not? Let's give it a shot. 780-489-4669 is the number to call. You can text us if you like as well at 56789. A rich guy in England recently passed away. Mm. By the way, he was, he was an older fella, so like, he died of natural causes. How rich are we talking? Very rich. Mm. He left most of his money to a bellhop at a hotel in Turkey oh, oh, that he used to visit a lot. They haven't revealed the amount of money that the bellhop in Turkey was left, mm -hmm. but they are saying that he'll never have to work another day in his life. How much extra did the bellhop do for this individual? I thought that as well, Crouch. <laughs> there might have been a love affair going right? on. Yeah, I think there's, I think there's more than just moving bags. Yeah, I wasn't 100% sure. But nonetheless, this bellhop said that it's life-changing, the money that he's been left. Oh, man. He also went on to say that not in his wildest dreams did he ever think that he would get a call to say that he had been left that amount of money. Mm-hmm. That'd be it's, wild. It's, Imagine getting that call from like a lawyer or whatever and being yeah. like, you've been left this much money in a will. And that's what I want to try. So 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Have you been left something or gifted? It doesn't even need to be because willed. It doesn't need to be because of a death. Mm. Were you gifted something from pretty much a stranger? That'd be wild, eh? Just someone, like, some rando coming out of the woodwork. Yeah. Like you, you, you know of them. Like maybe you, you did some work for them or you, you just cross paths and all of a sudden they leave you something big. Yeah. yeah. Or like a regular at your store. 
Yeah. Or, yeah. or like a regular at your coffee shop. Mm-hmm. Like where, like where you left like five grand. Out, can like, you just that's do that? Crazy. Like in your will, can you just write yeah. anyone's name? Absolutely, you can. Name, phone number, whatever, and be like, give them this. Yeah. And like, that's how it works. Like, let's say at the Starbucks that I go to. Yeah, yeah. And like Teresa's working. Sure, yeah. And I I really like Teresa. She's been my coffee girl forever. I yeah, can yeah. will her. Yeah. You could leave her everything. If I got her name, yeah. Do you need full name, phone number, address? Probably. Or how do you get that without you being just, a creep? You just get it. <laughs> how do you just get someone's personal info? Uh, hey, Teresa. I hey, don't know. Hey, Teresa. <laughs> Not creepy or anything, but I want your home address. <laughs> your home address. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's happened though. Perhaps maybe you you know help somebody out around their house. Mm-hmm. Maybe you were a caregiver where you left something, mm-hmm. which is absolutely wild. Again, was this rich guy and this bellhop in a, in an, a relationship? They don't really say. Or maybe the maybe the old dude. I don't know what the old dude story is. Maybe he's got no family. Yeah, I, I don't know. he's got terrible family. He's like, whatever, this guy took care of me. Who cares? Yeah, and this guy was the nicest guy to me. He took yeah, care yeah. of me, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Like this fella who got left, he got left a large sum of money. Yeah, yeah. Were you gifted something from an almost total stranger? Call Crash and Mars. 489 oh, stories that are coming in. You know, uh, this one just rolled in from Gary on text. Yeah. Uh, says, guys, I helped a neighbor install a dishwasher. Took me an hour. No big deal. Cool. I came home the next day. He opened his garage and gave me his quad. It was such what? a nice rip. Oh. Yeah. Like wild. like he gifted you his quad, or yeah. he gave it to you to take for a rip? No, he uh, he gave me a quad. It was wow. a nice rip and like a nice ride. You must have done a hell of a job with that dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's like, my dishes have never been so clean. <laughs> Damn, I'll install some dishwashers for Jeez. quads. That's how, very easy. How does it work? I'm irresponsible, and I've never made a will. Let's okay. say I, I want to bequeath something to someone. Mm-hmm. I Not just good. write down the name John Anderson. Yeah. I don't have to know no address, no details, and like the lawyer just tracks him down. How do they I know don't know. John Anderson? I would imagine you got to like track a phone number. You probably need a phone number, or like if if it is a stranger, you probably go name their workplace. Uh, any maybe social media if you've yeah. creeped on them. Like if you really like <laughs> Teresa, at, yeah, at Starbucks. Would. Yeah, you probably yeah. would like search on online, right? Yeah. I, can just, I can mention that cute that cute Starbucks barista <laughs> who works Saturdays. It's you know the one. It's possible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen to this text. Uh, this is from, oh, no name on it. It says, I was working at Shoppers Drug Mart as the receiver. And one day, a guy who delivered our ice cream, who I talked to for maybe five minutes a week, told me it's his last day and he was moving to BC for school. He then handed me a gift bag that had a Lululemon hoodie in it. Oh. It was probably the most random, expensive gift I've ever been given by a perfect stranger. It taught me that five minutes every week might have changed his day. Now I go out of my way to be a nice, friendly, and hopefully a good part of someone's day person. Oh, that's nice. That is really nice. Well, yeah, when you hear these stories, it's usually yeah. because you're a, you're a good individual. Yeah. You're a good human that's being. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jillian can start things. How you doing, Jillian? Good, and you? Hey, hey, we're good. Doing fantastic. Uh, your uh, cousin's husband was gifted something pretty impressive, right? Yeah, so he was from Holland, and the first year that he was here, the first year and a bit he was here, he wasn't like a legal citizen yet, but yep. he got a or he got a job um, for the experience, so he wasn't actually paid. Okay. And at their wedding, after he got like all his legal papers and stuff worked out, um, they invited his boss, and the boss gifted them the year's wage that he would have had 
had he actually been working for him for wow. the paid employees. Damn! Yeah. What, one year? A year's wage? Yeah, I think so. It was somewhere Holy. around that. That is a good chunk like of change. Speech, but it was also like seven years ago, so I don't remember the full. Right, yeah, yeah. but still though, that's... <laughs> Oh yeah, nice. that's something that yeah. they didn't have to do. What a yeah, that's a generous yeah. offer there. And he obviously yeah. took it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, that's wild. Yeah, he was very humble about it though. He was like, Oh, thank you. Like this is so unexpected. Like it's not necessary. Like we had agreed that it would be just for the experience, but he still was like, Thank you so much. Like I'm gonna take the money. Like Yeah. yeah. No, that's that's nice yeah. though. Yeah, yeah. Okay, thanks for that, Jillian. Yeah, no problem. Have okay. a good day. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. That's really nice. Just my luck. Mine would be like the next envelope they open at the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> my patented lobster fest. My lobster. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Isn't looking so good anymore. <laughs> Through a year's freaking salary. <laughs> right? <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, let's do uh, Frank. Hey, Frank. Hey, good morning. How are you guys doing? Doing pretty good. Uh, you know of a guy who left everything to a complete stranger? Yeah, he was just walking home one day, saw a guy shoveling his sidewalk, yeah. and said, hey, do you want to be the executor to my will? And the guy says, yeah, sure. And he left him like half a million dollars. What? Holy crap. Yeah. And his kids like like live in the city and stuff, and they were like livid that he just left it to this perfect stranger <laughs> there, trying to contest the will and everything. And there was nothing the family could do. They're like, well, he put That's it in his will that everything goes to this guy. Yeah, and he was like a sound mind when it happened, and just nothing they can do. Damn! You're kidding! Just a life-changing moment. Yeah. Right time, right place. You walk by, saw this guy yeah. shoveling. He's like, I want to help you out. Yeah, just like whatever. Here's, you walking by, says, hey, I need an executive for my will. Are you interested? The guy's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Holy cow! <laughs> that is wild. Traded information, and then yeah. he yeah, got 500000 Good to go. And that guy probably, yeah. that was shoveling, probably never ever thought wow. this would actually happen. No, and then, like, they, they were in court. Like, they were just trying to keep him in court until basically the money ran out, right? Yeah. Yeah, they just wanted to burn through all that cash. Yeah. What, yeah. A, what a story. That's a wild one. Okay, thanks, Frank. Yeah, yeah you guys have a good day. Yeah, you too, man. Bye-bye. I guess right. if someone randomly just says, hey, do you want to be the executor to my will? Sure. That's yeah, so a no-lose, right? Just do it, I guess. Can't go wrong. Well, yeah, yeah. You can't get anything pinned on you. No. I don't think. Oh, are maybe you, you can. <laughs> are you responsible then, though? Like, let's say they weren't leaving you cash. They're leaving you a bunch of junk. Mm-hmm. Is that now your problem? Mm-hmm. It is. You got to get rid of that junk? It mm-hmm. is. Yeah, legally, yeah, you're responsible. Be yeah. careful. Whatever they leave you. This text here says, I had regulars when I worked at the Cactus Club in Kelowna. They came in every Wednesday for lunch, and they always sat in my section. One December, I was telling them about how much I was looking forward to flying home, and that I was almost finished with my post-secondary courses. They tipped me $1,000. Damn! I cried, and no, I didn't have to split that tip with anyone. Yeah, I wouldn't. uh, Wow. Big tips, you don't have to split, right? Well, you're supposed to, but... No, you yeah, take you can, you can hold a little bit back, right? <laughs> I don't we're not, we're not putting the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, yeah, I would yeah. stuff it all in the pocket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jen, how are you doing today? Oh, fabulous. Excellent, excellent. Good, good. All right, so uh, did you have a stranger leave you something? I did. It wasn't money. Yeah. Um, I used to work at a sign and stamp store, and this gentleman came in all the time. Um, I'm pretty sure he was Catholic. He wore a collar. I don't know if he was a, a priest or anything, but yeah. he was in the... And we always had these conversations. He's a musician. I played the oboe, so we had, you know, chit-chat. Okay. And uh, one day, one of his, like, 
I got to co-worker, another father came in, and he's like, are you Jen? I'm like, yeah. It's like, um, so this gentleman passed away, and he left this for you, and it was like a box of handwritten music that ha- he had written. Wow, uh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And it said four oboes, so I'm like, oh, that's cool, and I played some of it. Like, it's kind of nice. So oh, really? Really, really weird, because I didn't, I mean, it just, like... I saw you at work, like just a customer, and we had some chats, you know. Yeah, and then he left you all this uh, this music that, that he, he wrote. wrote. Yeah, that he wrote, like it's handwritten and stuff. And some of them is kind of hard to tell what notes. Well, yeah, yeah, it's handwritten. But, yeah, and but the it, fact it was, that you were able to play it—that's kind of nice. Yeah, it was. It was very like. I mean, it wasn't a huge box, but it was still like handwritten music that he left for, and he came and gave it to me. Yeah. I was like, that's kind of cool. Is it good? Is it is it well written? It's okay. I played. I just tootled through a couple of the, of the first bits. Like, I mean, it's it's a nice tune, but it's definitely like a not band, but like older music style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really yeah. neat. And it's really neat that uh, that obviously whatever interactions you guys had left a lasting impression. Apparently, I'm memorable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's a really cool story. Thanks for sharing that, Jen. You're welcome. Have a great day. You too. Bye bye. Bye. That's, that's kind of cool, hey? Like, you play the oboe and... Yeah, someone leaves you some, some music yeah. they've written for you. Yeah, yeah. Would you uh, quickly sift through those papers, like the, the, the lyrics and the music notes, looking for cash? <laughs> <laughs> this is like a, tr- a clue, a treasure map? <laughs> There's got to be something else. The money is located uh, on 178. <laughs> <laughs> this text here from Suzanne on the north side. She says, my mom-in-law got some inheritance from her neighbor of 30 years. They were a friendly chat-on-the-lawn type, but not the come-over-for-dinner type neighbors. Yeah. She got an antique cupboard and $5,000. Hmm. Total surprise for my mother-in-law. Says though she had to paint the cupboard though because that woman was a chain smoker and no matter how much she scrubbed the cupboard, the smell of smoke wouldn't come out of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's nice buzz. <laughs> Woo! Oh, the nicotine. I can just smell this cabinet as soon as I pull in my driveway. <laughs> uh, one more on this. Uh, Michelle, how are you doing today? Not too bad yourself. Uh, doing pretty good. Uh, you actually had somewhat of a stranger try to give you something, and you said no, right? Uh, sort of. Yeah. So my parents divorced when I was, like, in grade two, and basically he just, like, fell off the planet. Oh, Pops um, peaced out. I literally, like, yeah, I literally, he phoned me. I remember one day I was, like, studying for my psych exam, and I'm like, yo, dude, like, I'm busy. Like, what do you want? <laughs> oh, you and Crash are the like, same life. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. I'm busy. Like, you yeah. haven't spoken to me in like 20 plus years. Yeah. But then, um, so about five years ago, my aunt called me up, which I haven't spoken to in like, I don't even know. I'm 37 now. So it's basically my whole life. And she was like, yeah, your dad left you money. And I was like, yo, first of all, I don't have a dad. Second of all, great. Awesome. See ya. And she was like, what? You don't want this? And I was like, nope. Oh, you didn't even care how much it was? Do you know how much it was? It was like 20 grand, and I was like, no, my siblings took it, but I was like, no, I'm okay. I'm like, yeah. I don't want anything from this person. Yeah, you didn't, yeah you didn't want any connection. You didn't want... Nope. Yeah, you didn't want anything. Hmm. Not a dime. And essentially... So the only one that didn't take it, people think I'm crazy, but I'm like, no, I don't really want to give somebody credit for anything that I take this money for, so I'm good. Yeah, I don't think you're nuts. No, no, not at all. No, no, not at all. Yeah. No, you do yeah. you and yeah, whatever makes you feel good. And if you're in a situation yeah. where you didn't need the didn't quite need the cash. And you didn't want it from a person yeah, that abandoned you. Bye.
Yeah, that's kind of the way I looked at it. Like, I thought, like, hey, if I spend this money on anything, it's like I got to give somebody credit for, like, actually spending this money on me. So I was like, nope, I'm good. Yeah, you're almost, you're almost, yeah, giving him credit for giving you money to buy something. Yeah. 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 No, I understand, Michelle. That's the way I looked at it. Yeah. Don't feel bad about that one. No, not at all. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, you bet. Thank you so much. DM Crash and Mars on Insta. Search Crash and Mars, all one word on Instagram. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. Let's do some news on this Tuesday, September the 14th. A massive show of love and support on social media for an Edmonton woman with end-stage cancer has led to a few of her Canadian favorite celebrities sending her messages of their own. This is um, this really is, nice. It's a nice story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, back in 2015, Julie Rohr was diagnosed with a rare type of cancer that grows in smooth muscles. And last week, she announced that she was moving to hospice care. Now, for weeks, Twitter users have been sending their messages to her. And it looks like some celebrities got involved as well. On Monday, Shit's Creek star Dan Levy joined the course when he posted a video. I've got a bit of it here for you, Crash, if you want to pop me up there. Aside for very long, because really? kind of like... Oh, hang on a second, eye. hang on a second. What else is running? Sounds like a million other things. Yeah, okay, here we go. Ready? All right, fire it up. All right, here we go. Julie, Dan Levy here. On behalf of the cast and crew of Schitt's Creek, we are so glad that you loved our show. We're so glad that it has brought you joy. And we are all, each and every one of us, sending you so much love right now. That's sweet. That's really yeah. nice. I've been seeing videos like that. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, a few people have reached out. It's wild. There was yeah. A bunch, yeah. Yeah, it's. Yeah, and she's got a couple of boys. Yeah, it's yeah, sad yeah. story. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, who of course we all know, Deadpool, oh. uh, and then recently he was in the Free Guy. He also followed up uh, Dan Levy's mess- message with one of his own. Have a listen. Well, hey there, Julie. It's Ryan Reynolds. Just want to send you this little video and let you know that I'm thinking about you. Um, I heard uh, a little bit about your story, and uh, um, one of the things that struck me about. Your story is that you uh, you you are beloved uh, by so many people. Um, enough people that that uh, that message got all the way to me out here in Boston. Um, anyway, I want to send lots of love. I know you've been going through it. Um, stay strong. Hope I get to meet you in person one of these days. Bye. Isn't that sweet? Mm. See, he snuck in a little there since he was talking to a fellow Canadian. Yeah. Did you hear how we started the video? Yeah. Oh, hey there. Oh, hey there. Oh, hey there. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hello. Hey. Yeah. There's a lot of celebrities that jumped on board. Yeah, a lot of so. people reached out. Yeah, so that's very nice. If you do want to read the story, grab some tissues because there's also reaction video and it's, oh, it's yeah. yeah, she's just absolutely touched. So just a nice story there of some people reaching out. Okay, guys. So I've got a forecast for you for the fall. I uh, put together a updated Farmer's Almanac. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? And? It's not that bad, actually. Oh, it looks oh, like okay. we're, it looks oh. like we're, we're going to be okay. Oh, and can that clip sound any older? I know. <laughs> That's when it's from Crash. Every time I fire it up, it sounds older and older. <laughs> now, it first started off by saying, savor pleasant weather while it lasts. But it turns out that's not necessarily for us here 
on the prairies. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, our friends over in Manitoba and Ontario and Quebec are probably going to see a quicker start to winter than they have in the past 20 years. Oh, damn. While here over the city of Edmonton, we're actually going to have some mild air move in from the West Coast, and it's even going to affect our temperatures here in Edmonton, which is really nice. So we're going to hang on to the weather that we're getting now. Yeah, so here's what we've got for our fall forecast. Near normal temperatures and precipitation are expected uh it would be quite a contrast to the drought conditions that dominated so we might be able to see a bit of rain this september and Mm. october which will be nice Mm -hmm. they say we might see a few shots of cold weather so like a little burr here and a little burr there uh but for the most part our fall is going to include uh above normal temperatures they say even into december hey Wow, wow. When was the last forecast yeah. that said that? Yeah, usually it's our eastern friends that get those nice yeah. warm temperatures. Yeah. We get Not the forecast this year. It's like at the end of November, you will die. It's our year this year, guys. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have is- a real fall. Which is really nice. Do you think uh, uh, Do you think we'll escape the wind? Because that's a big part of uh, the thing that ruins fall is you see the leaves yeah, changing. You're like, oh my God, they're getting right to that point where they're going to be premium. And then a hurricane rolls in, and all the leaves last, like, looking beautiful on the trees for two hours. Yeah. You're worried about a wind, though, because typically uh, we're already below zero in fall. Yeah. So it's a wind chill. It's a chilly wind. Mm-hmm. But a, but an autumn wind. I've heard tale of autumn wind. I've heard tale of fall in general. It's mm. supposed to be lovely. <laughs> Never lived it, but... (laughs) Yeah. So they do say, of course, we are going to see a few of those days where we're like, the temperatures are cold, but that arrival of the consistent cold for the city of Edmonton will be delayed. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll take that. Above normal temperatures expected all the way through even until December. And then... It all goes to hell. January, February, what a mess! Oh, maybe it'll change. But it always goes to hell in January. It does. I can can live with that. But wouldn't it be nice to have a good... obviously. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have a good December. Yeah, that'd be nice. You locking it in, Marzi? I'm locking it in, guys. I think December isn't going to be cold. Again, make note of this. This is a Mars guarantee. September 14th, 2021. I think... Lock it in. I think we'll get, like, odd cold days, but I don't think it'll be consistent. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you think... Uh, I think our December will be like minus five, minus nine, okay, minus Okay, write that 10. down too. Yeah, she I'm thinks, just, yeah. We're keeping this clip because this is going to be great <laughs> as you're all shoveling eight feet of snow in minus 30 wet on December 14th. We're going to replay this clip yeah. and then let everyone have their way with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Uh, someone texted in and said, here a burr burr, there a burr burr, everywhere a burr burr. Well, yeah, that's what we're going to yeah. be saying in December. But and then I, we'll be cursing you no, too. No, I think it's going to be a butte. People have some questions, too, regarding the almanac. Yes. That they thought the farmers locked it in at the mm. beginning of the year. And they're like, this is it. Is now, there strife within the farmers? Here's what they do is they, they send you like a lock-in, and then as you get into that season, yeah. they send you a more narrowed lock-in. Oh, they, mm. they zone it. They, they zero zone, in on They it. zero it in. Uh, someone just shot us a, mm. a post on the app here. It says, guys, I was canoeing in Jasper at the end of September, beginning of October last year. Yes. It was 28. Are what? you sure? I remember we did have that really warm September about two years ago. And they said last year. Jasper, right. Alberta? September. Wait, what? what is today? September 14th. Yeah, yeah. They said end of August. And they said end of September, early okay, October let's last go September year. September 29th. It was 2020 temperature. Or it was 28 degrees. Temperature. Yeah, what do we got? Pull up the uh, old Edmonton. historical maps. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Mars wants to prove this listener wrong. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, is petty. <laughs> 
Throw sure up. Show up. Yeah. She is going to figure this Someone out. Someone else text in. She'll get you. Uh, it was warm. What do you got? What are you showing for 10s? That's for 2021. It was in the high 20s. Wow. Yeah, yeah it was. Canoeing in Jasper in September sounds lovely. By Doesn't it sound amazing? Mm-hmm. It sounds incredible. Well, that's yeah, I'm sure. I'm country. sure it's. Why haven't we done this yet? We've done I mountain know. biking. We got the kayaks. We could throw them in the truck. It's because of the cats. <sighs> yeah, no one leaves when they have cats home all the time. That's, what people, <laughs> that's why people get a cat. Yeah, right. Super high maintenance. <laughs> well, you're not supposed to leave them for longer than, yeah, than well, 24 we, hours. We have people by themselves. that can check in on them. Yeah. You do an overnighter. Yeah. You do one overnighter, maybe. Yeah. They, they make robots to feed cats. Yeah. Come on. I've also got a 20 20 year old cat that sometimes falls over. So. Sometimes you know. thrown over. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Marsh threw their senior I cat didn't off the deck. Throw her, she fell, and I feel terrible about Which it. Which I think it actually just gave her more life. I know, I think it did too. <laughs> like my God. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Love that cat. Love her. If you need a little pick me up this morning, there's a TikTok video featuring a rescued BC grizzly bear's feeding time, and this video's got you covered. Mm. It's amazing. The video was posted by Kicking Horse Mountain Resort. A staff member is seen hanging out of a gondola and dropping goodies to the rescued grizzly. The grizzly bear's name is Boo. Oh, Oh. Boo. It is the cutest. I have the TikTok video here, Crash. Let me see if there's any audio. Are they throwing watermelons? Yeah. Is that what a grizzly bear wants? Yeah. A watermelon. A watermelon. Are you going to play for me? Come on now. Mm. Nope. I don't know if there's any audio. I don't think there is either. Oh, I got it here. Okay. Oh, it's just music. Oh, it's just music. Yeah. So there you go. So they're throwing a watermelon. They're whipping corn down. Yeah. Oh, so they got a bunch of veggies oh. flying. Oh, well, there you go. Is this like a sacrifice to the grizzly so it doesn't... Oh my God, look at the bear. He's like, he? oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Part of the Kicking Horse Mountain Resort is a 20-acre enclosed grizzly bear refuge that was built specifically for orphaned bear cubs. Oh, that's nice. Observing their behavior and life skill development has provided a unique opportunity for grizzly bear research. Mm. And according to their website, Boo the Bear was brought into the refuge after his mom was shot and killed by a poacher. Oh. Poachers. Boo was born in BC's Caribou Mountains and has lived at the refuge ever since he was only five months old, and he is living his best life. You do not want that gondola to break. No. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. By the way, Boo has his own Instagram page as well, so you can keep up with his daily life, and if you want to pay him a visit. Mm -hmm. uh, They just opened it up to the public. So we can go to Golden yeah. and go see the Grizzlies? So if you're in Kicking Horse, you can go there now. And like do the gondola and see the Grizzlies? I don't know if you can do the gondola, but they, they were closed to the public for so long, and I believe now they do tours. Oh. Yeah. Huh. They do indeed. The Kicking Horse Mountain Resort has a Twitter feed too, and they've got pictures of Boo's home in it. He lives under a tree like Winnie the Pooh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is so cool. That'd be kind of a cool thing to go see. He actually looks like a happy bear. Mm-hmm. Well, he's a big, well-fed bear. He's That's a big, what he is. Fed bear. That's yeah. a hearty bear. His mom died before she could teach him to hunt. Is that why they're feeding him watermelon? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Will the bear ever be released to the wild? No. Oh, this is just uh, no. the bear stays this here. Is, this is his home now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, anonymous. Anonymous. Yeah, perhaps. Good morning, anonymous. How you doing? Hi. Hi. Hey. Yeah. How are you guys? We're- I just didn't even ring anybody, so that's why I'm like, um, are you talking? Oh. oh, oh, yeah. No, Haley's off today, so we're just answering the phones willy nilly. And and you are live on the radio. Yeah, so don't swear. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm lame. 
that's fine. What, what can we do for you? <laughs> well, actually, Boo has been there, as you said, many, many years. Yeah. Yep. But he used to have, you can walk up the mountain, and they have him in the, this massive enclosure, but then they do a walk around that you can actually go right to him. Like r- almost right up to Boo. Yes. Wow. Yeah, I'm looking at the Instagram, and they do have some people that are posing. Are they pretty close? Yep. Too close, in my opinion, but close. (laughs) (laughs) Four or five feet away from the enclosure gate, like his fence. And then there's another fence that you can, like, stand right there and watch them. Wow. Oh, that's really neat. Did you get to experience this? It is so cute to see him because you know that he would have had a horrible life. Yeah. The best life. Oh, yeah, yeah he's a good he's looking got bear. A, he's a good looking bear. He looks oh, shampooed and brushed, too. He does. <laughs> <laughs> looks like the bear went for a blowout. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, thanks for sharing that. <laughs> thanks, Anonymous. Yeah, you too. Take care. Bye bye. <laughs> what is this picture of the bear? Why does he look like he's wielding an axe? Which what one? This is Boo. This is from their um, website. Yeah. What is Boo carrying? Like, <laughs> oh, he's got a pickaxe. Yeah. yeah, Boo's literally Boo's carrying heading off to the mines. Yeah, I guess so, hey? <laughs> I've got a close-up of Boo. Mm-hmm. Um, he may enjoy watermelon, but he's got claws for tastier dishes than that. Oh, yeah, yeah. is that the one? Uh, paws. When it looks like uh, the bear, like it looks like Boo is wearing uh, fuzzy Uggs. Yeah, he's got some, it's almost like Popeye arms. His <laughs> yeah, forearms right. are just gigantic. <laughs> yeah. And then the poofy, uh, the poofy legs. I think they let him look at this Instagram photo. I can't open it all the way, but there's a lot of gore in that one. So I think they let Boo have its. Oh, Boo has his way. Boo has his way. Yeah, I don't know what. I don't even know what that is. No, me neither. See, maybe it's best for grizzlies if we. I mean, sounds like he's living a great life. San's mother. Hmm. Mm. Sean said he heard a rumor that Boo got out and ate a deer. Oh, maybe that's what that photo is. They're like, oh, oh, Boo. Boo. So, nonetheless, the TikTok video is viral, and uh, you can go there if you're looking for something to do. Take the kids for, you know, a weekend or whatever. Mm -hmm. A ranger assist program. That'd be fun. Crash. Oh, I would totally do that. I know you would. I'm all about the... You get a little hat? Yeah, yeah. I'm all about the the park ranger life. Ranger crash. I'll put a call into my bear wrangling ex. Give me some pointers. Yeah. All right. He's the angriest ranger I know. Ranger crash. Shut your mouth! <laughs> Boom! <Bang>, no! <laughs> ranger crash. <laughs> be a great show. <laughs> it would be indeed. Speaking of angry people, we all gotta chill out before we get on airplanes again, right? Airline passengers don't just act crazy once they're on the plane. Apparently, they do it in the terminal too. A 46-year-old woman named Marina Verbitsky was supposed to be on a JetBlue flight from Fort Lauderdale to Chicago on Monday with her husband and her son. But the three of them didn't get to their gate in time and missed a flight. Mm. They missed it. Oh, no. So she flipped out. Yeah. She started swearing at the JetBlue workers. Because it's JetBlue's fault. And then when they wouldn't do anything, she took it next level. What did she do? She says, there's a bomb in my checked luggage. No, that's terrible. That plane is in the air with yeah. my bomb. Mm. Don't do that at an airport. 
Guessing the plane went down. It's not, not clear like down, but. if she was trying to delay the plane or if she was just angry, but they had to evacuate all of the passengers on the tarmac, then search the plane for oh. explosives. Mm. Did Marina Verbitsky get on her flight? No. She spent a night in jail. Oh, I bet. Then she posted bond. She's now facing charges for falsely reporting a bomb, and she has to get a mental health evaluation. Her family says that the reason why she yelled about the bomb is because she was worried her son would miss school the next day, so that's why she did it. Well, your, your son's missing mom now. <laughs> tough to catch up this time of year. You want to miss a day of school. <laughs> when you play that bomb card at the airport... You do not. Where are you? Like, What was her endgame? Yeah, they stop the flight to look I for have, the bomb, and then she can get on? I have no idea what her end... I don't know. I don't know why people do half of what they do. Yeah, I guess she just waits, and she's like, everyone's going to be late now. And then she gets on the plane and carries on. Yeah, here's her mugshot. I'll post it on the app for you guys. Mm. There you go. Not a not necessarily a bomb-threatening face, if there is one. <laughs> you, know, you don't get bomb vibes? <laughs> well... <laughs> Great mugshot. Yeah. Right? That's what I mean. I, I'm She's not getting nice skin. I'm not getting bomb vibes off that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this text. Oh wow, she going to jail. Yeah. yeah, she might. Yeah, anytime we're traveling too. Like if uh, if we're just chatting, and I don't know why bomb would come up in conversation. Because it does. It does. Every time. It does. Because you're constantly thinking, don't say bomb. Every yeah, yeah. Don't time. say bomb. I know. And don't then like we'll be like chatting, having a couple pints or whatever, and then like Mars will slip out bomb, or I'll mm-hmm. slip out bomb, and I'm like. Yeah. <gasps> Like I said, the world's worst thing. Yeah. And then we like quietly look at each other. And we're like, oh my God. And like, I never okay. say things like that's the bomb, but I do at the airport. <laughs> and it's even worse after you say bomb to then start whispering to your partner. Like, oh my God. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Bomb. <laughs> Cameras are like. Bomb. You could look more suspicious. It's so true. Why do we do that? roll up to you. Oh, it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Like in my regular speak, I don't talk bombs. No. It just so happens at the airport, it always slides into conversation. Yeah. Because it's right there, right at the top of your mind. Don't say bomb. Yeah. And then you say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Bomb. Bomb. (laughs) You just yell it. It doesn't make any sense. All right. This is a pretty cool story. And for those of you who are bird lovers or bird watchers, or maybe you've got a bird at home, uh, did you know that Australian musk ducks can imitate sounds, including human speech? I knew that. Apparently, you did know that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fascinating. Apparently, one bird was recorded recently saying, you bloody fool, over and over again. No. Uh, and what's interesting is, like, nobody owns this duck. This duck was just floating in its pond. What a weird-looking duck. Oh, I know, right? Yeah. He's a funny-looking fella. I do have some audio here for you. Have a listen. We'll see if we can hear this talking duck. All right. Again, he's just floating around in his Australian pond. Mm-hmm. You owe us a bomb. Oh, ads. <laughs> Every time. The suspense. I had it all like ready to go. Hang on a second. So dumb. Who's, what's the ad for? Oh, a movie. All right, here we go. Okay. So your duck is this duck. You're at a park. And you hear it yelling at you. Yeah. Okay. That's the duck. Do you hear that? You bloody fool. Oh. That's... The duck, guys. Hit me with it again. <laughs> oh, I, I get it. You bloody fool. Bloody fool. Okay, here we go. Bloody fool. Bloody fool. Bloody fool. Bloody fool. 
That's a duck? Are you sure? It does sound very This cute. is also, so they've named this duck Ripper. <laughs> okay. Apparently he likes to rip it up. Yep. He was also recorded vocalizing sounds of doors closing. Mm. So you might have caught it there in the last three seconds. This is him vocalizing sounds of doors closing. Oh, that's wow. the duck? That's the duck! Oh, that's weird. Are these ducks known to do that, or this is just one weird duck? No, I think they, they're saying now that they're realizing that ducks can imitate speech, or at least this this duck. Do these Are they migrating ducks? Because shouldn't he have... He's not much of an Australian accent. No, he sounds in- English, British. Yeah, little, yeah, a little British. Let's listen to these doors. No! Yeah! That's not the duck! And here's... um. Apparently, they also... He can mimic other birds that he hears. So this is the duck. Oh, he's still saying you bloody fool. Nope, more bloody fools. Oh, okay. Isn't that wild? Mm. Why are we why are we slave to the parrot trade then? Let's get some of these ducks. Right? Train these ducks. Yeah, these ducks are wild. Maybe this duck can hold a full conversation. And if that if they can like because a duck doesn't live that long either. That's the downfall of the parrot. Do they not? Well, I don't think they live parrot years. Parrots will go like 100 years. What's the lifespan of a duck? Oh, six, seven years. If they're not being hunted. Oh, maybe then much longer. (laughs) (laughs) What's a duck living for? 10 years. Oh, that's that's, that's not bad. That's a good pet Okay, yeah, Uh, yeah. 15 years if they're cared for. Oh, well, now 10 years. You're getting out there. It's 10 (laughs) Yeah. 10 years and then it's a tasty 10 years. Someone just texted in the duck for premiere. (laughs) (laughs) You play fool. You play fool. You play fool. (laughs) You play fool. Nonetheless, it's really interesting. Yeah, I had no idea that duck can even. What's the the thing hanging from its neck? I don't know. They've there's... tagged him. I don't. Think Th- that's no, a that's tag. not a tag. There's that's a... that's like a turkey thing. Like a. Oh, is it? There's the... a picture of him in the app. He is hideous. Oh. Yeah, it's a big floppy oh. sack from his beak. Oh yeah, look at that. He's got yeah, he's got one of those things. Does it do one of those weird bird things where it like inflates when he's calling? Oh, I don't like that. I wonder, yeah. right? Yeah, it's probably like. <laughs> That's why you stick with parrots. (laughs) You would hear it, though, wouldn't you? I don't think so. Hmm. Off to Reno we go for this next story here, where a guy in Reno got a note from his neighbor saying, I want to talk about the music you've been playing. Mm. When you get that note, you're like, oh, man. Yeah, right. So he thought it was going to be a noise complaint for sure, but it turns out it was the opposite. Hmm. He went down to his neighbor's place to say, what's up? Sorry about the music. And his neighbor said, no, bro. Turn it up so I can hear it better. Damn, you never get that. The note said that he's got great taste and asked him to send them a list of songs so that he could add them to his own playlist. Oh, love your playlist, bro. I don't know if that's ever happened. No, that would never happen. Right? We've never had a story where someone's like, turn it up. Turn it up, man. (laughs) That would be the best compliment, though. Yes, it would be. Nowadays, you have company over. You're just going to put on your Google Play or Spotify. Let their playlist just kind of a mixed bag. Take the dictate the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. Before we used to, we would you you burn a CD. Yeah, you curate your own playlist. Yes. Yeah, yeah. In hopes that someone would notice and compliment your taste. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. That mattered to us. It did matter to us. You're like, thank you. I put a lot of time and effort into this. Thank you for noticing. Yeah, Yeah, you gifted CDs. Yeah. Hoping that they would, <laughs> yeah. you know, mixtapes and stuff. I brought a hot mix for the party tonight. Yeah. <laughs> for your neighbor to come over and... Yeah. Sounds good, bro. Yeah. yeah. That'd feel great. That Damn would right. feel really good. Yeah, get yourself a beer over there. <laughs> get yourself a beer. <laughs> All right. For those of you who own a vehicle, I want you to be honest with me right now. 
780-489-4669. Text, if you like, as well at 56789. And I want to know just how little you know about your vehicle. Can you change a tire? Yes. Yeah. Only 21% of people said that they can do it. That is a wild number. Can you change your own oil? Yes. Only 28% of people have ever changed their own oil. Mm -hmm. Can you install new windshield wipers? Yes. Yes. Oh. But they're always trickier than they should be. There's no universal... Well, Every yeah. manufacturer has their own little twist to it. Yeah, some of the, like to get the wiper blade off, you got to push down yeah. the thing and slide. And it always takes me a minute to wrap my head around which yeah. way it needs to come on or off. Because the instructions never show you the the way to do it on your vehicle. No, they're not clear enough. Yeah, but it's doable. And they're tight in there, so sometimes you're yanking on it. Yeah, and then you're not and I'm sure. like, Am I, I going the wrong way? It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, I've never done it. You've never changed wiper blades? Uh-uh. Let's get out there. It's it's thrilling because the satisfaction of that fresh blade. Oh, I love it. Oh, I like the satisfaction. I bought some sweet new silicone ones for my uh my ram yeah oh, the first day that it rained and i turned mm. them on i'm like oh listen to it and it was like you're praying for weather oh yeah it was great hmm. can you uh oh by the way only 36 percent of people say that they have installed their own windshield wipers wow can you add more wiper fluid that i can do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well yeah because that's the only thing you do on your car mm-hmm. have you ever guessed wrong no, there's, no. When I open up my vehicle, there's only one. Well, yeah, now you only got, you got a lot less options these days. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you open it up and there's a trunk there there's a and trunk. Then a washer fluid thing. Yeah, the, the hood of my car is a trunk and a washer thing. I can't get it wrong. You can't mess that up. No, only thirty four percent of people say that they've done their own wiper fluid. Have people popped their rad thinking that's washer fluid? I have no idea. Well, who else can you get to do? I guess you could if you found a full serve gas station, you could get them to top it up maybe. But if I guess that's not something you can take to a shop. No. I would imagine if you pulled up in front of a shop that someone would uh, top you up. If you're like, hey, I've never yeah. done this, or can someone you show me? Someone would come me? out and be like, oh, yeah, I'll top you up. No bigs. To me, the wiper fluid is the easiest. Oh, it's very easy. Yeah. Right? Change a fuse. Only 14% of people say they've ever changed a fuse on oh, a vehicle. I've changed, oh, I've changed my fair share of fuses. Thankfully, my uh, vehicle doesn't pop fuses anymore like the old ones. Oh, yeah, that's right. It did. I remember that. And uh, 21% of people say that they've replaced a headlight. That's tied with change a tire. Mm-hmm. I've changed my fair share of headlights, too. Changing uh, headlights in my avalanche, my old avalanche, uh, that thing was a pain in the ass because you had yeah. to pull the whole front clip off. I remember what you a swearing pain a lot. in the ass. I remember that, yeah. Oh. So I want to know from you guys. Give us a shout, 780-489-4669. Uh, do you know how to do absolutely nothing on your vehicle? Mm. If you did get a flat tire, what really would you do? Because, you know, we hear all the time people bragging about, oh, I do my own oil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but what can't you do? What can't you do? <laughs> uh-huh. And hey, you know what? No judgment here. I can't do anything. Yeah. Like I said, I literally bought a car that doesn't have an engine. Yeah, there's nothing in there. There's <laughs> tires and the computer. And even if something breaks, you just push a button, say bug report and whatever your problem is. And then a new patch comes out and it's fixed. I yell at a camera, please fix it. And then somehow it does. <laughs> <laughs> Robot, fix this Robot, car. Robot, fix it, please. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. wild. All right. If there's something that you can't do, or maybe you tried and you failed, give mm-hmm. us a shout. Crush and Mars 489-4669 Join the conversation 1023 1023 Now Radio uh, We're wondering about things that uh, you can't do on your vehicle Yeah, we went through a list here of the the car repairs we're not really doing ourselves Yeah, like yeah. maybe you can't even change a tire yeah. You're a grown-ass adult and you're like, I don't oh, know I'd, I wouldn't Maybe you can't even put gas in your car 
Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. I know I put, I know how to put gas in the car, but what about air in the tires? Uh, yeah, I can do that. When have you ever put air in a tire? Never. <laughs> you just assume, though. Yeah. I've done my bike. Yeah, you know my bike's pretty easy to do. Like months ago, like dead of summer, she pulls up to you at a gas station because her tire light was on. Yeah, and uh, I'm on my phone or whatever. I think I was even talking to my phone. You are. And Mars pulls up to the air pump, and I'm like, blah blah blah. I'm like, yeah, um, yeah, I can do this appointment. I look at her, I'm like. Mm-hmm. What? And she's I'm like, like you the same? And she's like, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, yeah, good chatting with you. Hang up. I'm like, what's up? And she's like, Do oh, it. I'm at the pump. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah. And I get out and I put air in the tires. Like, I've been waiting. <laughs> I'm like, can I get a loony? These yeah. things are a buck now. Oh, God. Now I got to do that, too? <laughs> like, I don't have a loony for you. All yeah. right. Are you willing to admit that yeah. you know how to do absolutely nothing uh, on your vehicle? Brandy's hanging on here. Hey, Brandy. Good morning, guys. Hey, how you doing today? Uh, I'm doing good, but I'll admit I know maybe not nothing, but it's pretty darn close. Oh, okay. All right. So, this is from when I started. I grew up in smaller town Saskatchewan where back in a time where they used to fill your car for you. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. The nice yeah, full right? serve. Once upon a time, that was a thing. Yeah. And I went to university in Minot, North Dakota. Okay. So at university, my mom had dropped the car off she's flying out of my not going somewhere i don't remember where yeah and uh so we're taking the car because now we have wheels we're cool we're going to bismarck yeah and i pull into a gas station i've got uh two americans in the car with me and another canadian okay and i'm sitting there at a conoco and i'm just sitting and they're like what are you doing the americans and i was like I'm waiting for the guy to come put gas in my car. <laughs> and they're like, what, you can get him to do that? I'm like, what What do you mean? <laughs> and they're like, they don't do that. I'm like, yes, they do. No, they don't. You're like, yeah, so, they will come out and pump gas and clean my windshield and yeah. check my oil. In winter yet. It was winter, which winter in North Dakota is the same thing as winter in Saskatchewan. Oh, yeah, it's, it's terrible I'm there. Sorry, what? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there's a picture of it, and everybody's having a grand old time laughing at an 18-year-old me trying to put gas in a car I no <laughs> they're just not used to full serve oh that's awesome yeah. so now I know because we have no choice but I'm with Mars there's a bunch of things I'm like no thanks yeah yeah a lot of it you just don't want to do I like I'm sure you guys I've could. never had to do yeah. it yeah like if you needed to change your wiper blades I'm sure you probably could figure it out right yeah. Um, does the box of wiper blades come with instructions? Then maybe. Yeah. Yeah, but they don't usually match your vehicle. Like YouTube it or something. It's the, it's the opening the hood, too. I, I won't lie. Like, I know how to put windshield wiper fluid in, but every time I'm like, how does this go again? Like, how do you open it? Oh, because there's always that little latch. You stick your fingers under there, and what happens if it slams down? This seems like... <laughs> A job for somebody. <laughs> Just somebody else. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. That's hilarious. Okay, thanks, it. Brandy. Thanks, Brandy. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Yeah, I get it. I guess if you're not used to full serve, you pull up, you're like, do it. And it, it would blow people away. It is weird. Back in the uh, olden times, in the old Wayback Machine, before the prepay for gas, Yeah, you could just walk up to a gas pump like anyone yeah. and just like start spraying pumping gas yeah. into whatever you wanted to. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fill whatever you want. Like the most flammable thing around. Yeah. yeah. We, we're just willy-nilly with it. Hell yeah, yeah. Maybe it should be full service. Yeah, just fill random jugs. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. Non-certified <laughs> jugs. Fill her up. Prison rules at the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> I've filled milk jugs with gas. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. There you go. All right, if you've got a story you want to share, give us a shout. 780-489-4669. Okay, some people love to brag that they can do everything on their yeah. vehicle. Mm-hmm. We want to go the opposite route with this. Uh, is there is there like a nothing that you can do on your vehicle? 
Nothing. look at your vehicle, you're like, I can't change that. I can't fill that. I can't even put gas in it. Cat uh, from Castle Downs is going to start it off. Yeah. She says, hey, guys, my car wouldn't start at the mall parking lot. So I popped the hood and I stood in front of it with my hands on my hips <laughs> for about 30 seconds. Yeah. yeah. And then a guy walked up and said, do you need help? And I was like, sure. Yeah. This is okay. <laughs> That's the universal move. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. totally would work because I'd be like, um, uh, can I help you? Yeah. yeah. She says, That's how I fix my car. <laughs> Pop oh. the hood. Stand there with your hands on your hips. Yeah, that would totally work. Yeah. Like side of the road, too, if you got a broken down vehicle. If a lady stood out just like hips, hands on the hips, yeah. guaranteed someone will pull someone over will immediately. Pull over. If I did it, people would probably like uh, roll coal over me. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, Nubby. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. 780 uh, if you want to jump in on this. Uh, Christina, hello. Good morning, Crash and Mars. Hey, is there something on your vehicle that you just can't do? Anything. <laughs> you can't do anything You're with like your me. vehicle? Yeah. Besides drive it. Pretty much, yeah. I'm like Mars. I'm lucky I can get windshield washer fluid in that thing. Oh, really? good, good. When was the last time you topped up your washer fluid? Um, I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> do you typically just find someone to top it up for you? My dad lives right by me, so I'm like, Dad, I need help with my car. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. so dad I, helps you with it. And then he pops over, tops it up. He's like, anything else? Any other problems? Yeah, pretty much. What would you do if you broke down on the side of the road with a flat tire? Call my dad. And what if your pops wasn't answering? Call Uber. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you got to get to where you're going, Crash. Well, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Uber no, from the side I, of the road. I would probably panic, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to do it. Well, I hope that you're never in that situation, Christina. Thank you. I hope so as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You have a great day. You too. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Mm. This text here says, guys, I got a new 2020 Chev truck. Yep. Push button start. Oh, yeah. I wanted to roll it ahead in the garage in neutral without starting the engine. Okay. I didn't want to start the engine, and I had no idea how, so I had to call the dealership. Do you... Oh, I've never... I've never... If you've got a push button start... Well, I've got a push button. Yeah. I'm just trying to think, how can I roll it without can starting you, it? Can you not just drop it into neutral... Well, you could start it and throw it in neutral. And then but he didn't down. want to start it? He didn't want to start it. Couldn't you just put... Because you've got a dial. Yeah, mine's a turn dial. Yeah. Can uh, you just dial that well, over Not if to... it's not running. It doesn't, uh, doesn't move like that. Transmission won't. Yeah. Maybe put it in accessory mode. Maybe that would work. But you do have... You still got to go through the... If you put, Once you touch it once, though... Oh, if you put it on the brake, though... Yeah, if you put it on the brake and you hit ex- the button, that just turns it accessory mode and turns on the radio and stuff. Right. Oh, my God. Uh, just leave it where it is. <laughs> Tow it. Or just, just start it. <laughs> yeah, just start it and move your vehicle yeah. then. I remember working at a gas station as a teen and someone rolled in because their hood went open. Yeah. And they didn't realize it was a two-step process. Mm. They had pulled the latch Pull inside. It. They didn't know there was a second latch yep. under that hood. Yeah, so it would only pop like an inch. Uh-huh. Which I got to do my favorite thing was unlatch that hood. Yeah. I have, I will never, because each car is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I will never give the car the satisfaction of peeking under. I will feel oh, you always in my feel, hand. Yeah. I'll always feel, in case someone's watching me. Yeah. I don't look like some rube. So you, 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 so basically you're saying you got magic fingers. Yeah, so I'm like I'm like a 14-year-old just trying to yeah. <laughs> see what feels right. Like, like this, does that feel good? Yeah. Uh, I, know. I think this is the spot. <laughs> my cheap renegade, you, I could pop the hood. Yeah. And then I'd go around and I could never find the latch. So for like 10 minutes, I was like. Up front. Brrr. 
Because some I had no idea where it was. That go in the grill, and some are down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking for an uppy, but you got to go down. Yeah, yeah. Mine's, uh, I think, yeah. There's a lever there. Some are a slide. You sort of push it to the side. I put my hand on top of the grill, and I. I push down or lift up? I don't Uh-oh. know. You don't know? Oh, my God. But it's in there. It's in the I, parking lot. I put these fingers in yeah. there and I, it pops. <laughs> you old come hither? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this one says, guys, I changed my wiper blades once. Yeah. I struggled with getting it off. It felt like forever just to get it off. Then the arm slammed down and shattered my glass. Because it oh, does slap back. pressure on there, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Watch yourself. Yeah, it'll get you. Uh, another one here. Let's do um, Corey. Hey, Corey. Hey, how's it going? Doing fantastic. Um, your mother-in-law is the person that can't do anything with her car, right? Yeah, she comes out probably once a month and stays for a week or whatever. Yeah. Still feels longer, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every time, it's usually her tire light is on or something, so I like... My air compressor gets a workout every time she comes over. That's fine. Yeah. But this uh, last time... She came and she was telling me that her boyfriend had filled up the washer fluid on her car, mm. and uh, she had gotten halfway out to our place, and the the pump was dry, and their light came on, so no washer fluid. Oh, so oh god! I the hood, checked her out, and looked underneath, and uh, he had filled up the coolant reservoir with washer fluid. Oh no, he filled the overflow. Yeah. So. Oh. <laughs> so I have to get the pump out and drain everything out of there and then flush the rat, everything else will turn into quite the thing. But Oh, boy. Uh, that's like an afternoon of work. Yeah, that's fun. You're yeah. like, oh, I love when you come. <laughs> yeah, part for the course. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Although, hey, it gets you out of the house, right? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> there we go. Okay, thanks, Corey. Thanks, Corey. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Uh, Dominique <laughs> says, hey, guys, my first vehicle was a 95 Jeep YJ. Oh. I didn't know that you needed to change your oil, so um, I also didn't know it would blow up. Oh, I went, oh no. <laughs> I went three to four years without touching my oil. She also says, uh, also in that Jeep, she got a flat tire. She says, but I continued to drive on it because I didn't think it was that bad. Meanwhile, I had people yelling at me as I was going down the road, but I had it a lunch date and I had to get there. I drove on it for a good 10 minutes and I made the lunch date. Oh, oh man. I don't know if I've ever driven on a flat. Jeeps are famous for their spares. Yeah, right? The <laughs> spare spares are right there. Not it's for Dominique. begging to be used. Nope. <laughs> You've never driven on a flat tire? No, I don't think I've ever got a flat tire. You were in the avalanche when I blew that tire. Yeah, on the right I was. Mud. Yeah, and then I drove that for a bit because I just I'm like we need to we get to, to the show. Yeah, which is dumb. Mm-hmm. I missed. Yeah, and so I drove on a flat uh, over some train tracks and parked it yeah. near work, and then we walked to work. I've hit like a nail in a neighborhood and come out the next morning in the tires flat. Mm-hmm. But you never had to like side of the road. At- no, thank knock on wood. I've never hit something while driving. No. Well, what you've is- hit a lot of things. Thankfully, not oh, blown not your flat. Tires. So just pylon. <laughs> What is the longest someone has gone without ever getting a flat tire? Not that you've not through that long. You know yeah, what I mean? right. But you've driven for a couple of years. It's been decades. <laughs> have, you, have you hit something on the road and gotten a flat? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. The road's littered with things. Oh, I should knock on some wood then. I'm, I've been good. You uh, Surprising, though. Like, even in your old Kia Soul, uh, you had low-profile uh, tires on there, some aluminum rims. Mm-hmm. You smoked the biggest pothole on the white mud. Yeah, I did. Didn't blow the tire, but you bent the rim. Yeah. And so Incredible. she would, yeah, and she continued driving. It's like boom, 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 boom. I'm like, that's not good. <laughs> but she stayed inflated. Got out, kicked it back yeah. in the place. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get her crowbar out. Yeah, I'm like, that's right. <laughs> this is how you fix it. It's fine. Berta. Uh, staying anonymous. Hello. Hi, how are you? Doing fantastic. Um, we're talking about things that you just can't do on your vehicle. <laughs> well, it's 
kind of funny because this is more a story about the things my brother and sister can't do on theirs. Oh, sure. Yeah, let's hear it. Um, well, when we were growing up, my uh, I've always been interested in that kind of stuff. Like, I always wanted to know how every, I needed to know how everything worked. And yeah, I, yeah. Blame my, I blame my ADHD. <laughs> That's fine. Um, so when my brother needed to learn how, my older brother needed to learn how to change the oil in his car, when I was 16, my dad got me to show him how to do it. Yeah. And then when my sister turned 16 and was crying at a gas station because she couldn't figure out how to turn the pump on, she phoned me to come and get her so that I could pump her gas for her. (laughs) No. Not even kidding. Uh, and now... We're in our 30s and 40s, and I ended up marrying a heavy-duty mechanic. Yeah. And I could probably change the brakes, the routers on my car. I could change my own oil. I could probably rotate my own tires if I wanted to. Oh, yeah, yeah. He got you to kind of do everything. So now you can literally help everyone else out. In my family, yeah, because they can't do anything. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you got a call to pump gas, though. You'd be my first call. I can tell you that. It was one of those gas pumps, the old ones that you had to flip up to turn it on. Oh, yeah, yeah, the old classic pump. And she could not figure it out for the life of her. Yeah, yeah, I guess that can trip up some people. Because you typically, on any sort of gas pump, you don't have to flip too much. Like, you pull no, the gas nozzle out and push a button. Pretty much, yeah. But she couldn't figure out why it wouldn't turn on. So instead of going and getting an attendant... She called me. Yeah, yeah, you're the That's awesome. That's awesome. (laughs) I love it. Okay, thanks for sharing that, Anonymous. Thanks, Anonymous. Bye, guys. Okay, bye-bye. This text here says, Mars, you've never had a flat on the road? Are you joking? I just hit a pothole now. My lights are on. Oh, no. that sucks. Be careful out there, gang. Yeah, I guess be careful. I should knock on some wood. You're not alone, though. This one, I can't remember the last time I had a flat. Right? And I work for a tire company. (laughs) Here's another one. I've been driving since I was 19. I'm 47. This is from Peter. Never had a flat until this year. To be fair, the tires themselves do matter as well. As a younger man, I drove a lot of bald tires. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, I see the I see the cords hanging out of the tire. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's very good for the season. <laughs> a lot of mismatched tires. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Alrighty, guys. Well, we are out of here. Remember, the one thousand dollar conversation continues today. Your next chance to win coming up at two o'clock this afternoon with Adam and Rachel. So that'll be a good time. Do it up. Good times. So hopefully, Haley's back with us tomorrow too. We'll see about that. I think she fell back asleep this morning. Why? Good honor. I haven't heard her from her at all. Oh. Oh, you've been in constant contact? Also, she was, yeah. No, she was supposed to answer texts. That she didn't. had a night. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. All, All right. right. Well, we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, you guys have yourselves a great day. We will talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Get more Crash and Mars. Sign up for the daily email or download the podcast at 1023nowradio.com.